0: and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Collectibles. So visit
2: us on the web at cultcollectibles.org
0: today. Hi, this is Jason Schneeberger, AKA Rain Architect. I was also in Murder Collection from Toe Tag Pictures, and you are listening to Sick on Cinema. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> my
1: Hello everybody. That was a long breath. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your, I hate grapes. (laughs) I loathe grapes. I hate purple grapes. I hate green grapes. I hate grapes with seeds. I hate grapes without seeds. I hate them peeled. I hate them unpeeled. I hate them in bunches, individuals, little groups of twos and threes. I fucking hate grapes. Podcasters. I'm your other half of I fucking
2: hate grapes, uh, podcasters <laughs> man.
1: Oh, you know how long it took me to memorize that?
2: Uh, it seemed like it didn't take very long,
1: It but took me a while, to be honest uh, with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to repeat it in my head multiple times a day <laughs> to make sure that I didn't screw it up. Hell yeah. And I, I got that first take. Hey. Other than my, uh, exaggerated breath at the beginning. Yes. Because I'm fat and out shape and dying constantly, but that's besides the point. I'm fat and out of shape and dying <laughs> constantly. But I got a question for you, Matt Okay Can you feel the love tonight? No (laughs) Well, that's unfortunate Because it's Valentine's Day weekend (laughs) Boo (laughs) And like an arrow Fired from Cupid's bow We're right up in your asshole (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> we already did this, did we not? Uh, did we already do this? I said, I'm John.
2: No, I'm saying is the show's over already. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm seeing what you're doing now. <laughs> I'm catching what you're putting down. Ah, yes. But uh, it was, it's was. it been a long, miserable night at work, so now we're here to do the podcast. It's been a
2: long, miserable week.
1: Uh, my week was okay, because I got Thursday and Friday off. Oh. Just so you know, we're literally recording this before we put it up, because we're losers.
2: <laughs> we're terrible.
1: It's not true, actually. We have something pretty cool in the works. Yeah. That has kind of taken up a little bit of time, so... Yeah. You know, we're kind of working with it and the podcast and trying to make everything work and... And good.
2: a hundred other things for this and other things. Yeah. But, So, you know, it's... Yeah.
1: So... Stressful. That's why we're a little behind on the podcast this week. Yes. And mm-hmm. we're literally recording it and putting it out same time, so... Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We are the worst podcasters known the man. Like, Again,
1: yeah, I don't think it's because we're the worst podcasters this week. It's because we're actually doing something pretty cool. <laughs> oh well, fair enough. We're <laughs> working on something pretty dope. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Well, we are the worst podcast.
1: <laughs> that we are. But that's not the reason we're behind this week.
2: <laughs> How long will people catch on that we're actually the worst and they stop listening? I
1: don't know. I, I expect it every week to be honest with you. That's for true. Sure. I post the uh the the little graphic for questions, and I'm just waiting for nothing to pop up. Yeah. Yep,
2: this is the week. Yep, this is the week that no one gives a shit. <laughs> it <no more>. happened. <laughs>
1: and speaking of that, <laughs> we might as well go ahead and jump right into listener questions. Yes. Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com yes. or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are bi weekly podcast. Yep. And I'll post a lovely little red picture that was made by my co host here, Matt. Yep. That says, We are taking questions and you can ask in the comments below. Yes. So here we go. We're starting with Spooky Celluloid, our French Canadian brother. Yes. And though he's part of the margarine mafia, <laughs> we still love him. <laughs> Butter gang. Butter gang. Gang gang. <laughs> Spooky says, since it's V Day, can we make sweet, sweet love? I hate I to mean... tell you this, Spooky, but uh I only fuck. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's not good. He might want to get out of dodge, Spooky. John's looking the raw dog. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I mean,
1: bareback style.
2: If it weren't so so many 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 miles away,
1: maybe one day, Spooky. One day. Next up is the people's Mikey. Hey. I think he's a day wonder, man. Yeah, like when I posted the first thing, like, "Hey, we might be coming back." I think he was like one of the first people to comment on it. Yep. So. Thank you so much, People's Mikey. You're dope.
2: Very, very grateful for all of you.
1: Yes. People's Mikey says, Howdy, my dudes. I was wondering if there's a movie that even though you own a copy, if it comes on television, you stop flipping the channels and watch it. Looking forward to the Valentine's Day episode. And if you guys do end up making sweet love to Spooky Celluloid, (laughs) would it be captured on video and available on OnlyFans? With the Super Bowl being this Sunday, I'm sure your shop is going to get hard Hard. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get too crazy. You guys, take care. Cheers. Uh, movie that comes on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Shining is one. The Shining's a big one for me. Like this is like goes back to the days of like I actually had cable. Yeah, because I don't have cable no more. Yeah, we don't watch the TVs no more really. But The Shining was one. The Thing. Yeah. Um. Sci-Fi Channel like back in the He's they used to play like a lot of the Puppet Master movies yeah and I would definitely like always watch those
2: can I ask you a quick question real fast John mm-hmm. um please tell me that John Wick is not blaring into the uh <laughs> microphones from the living room
1: there's probably a chance you can hear a little bit of John Wick in the background oh, fucking damn it <laughs> but that's just the household we live in they love John Wick
2: they love John Wick and uh they're deaf blare it they're deaf they just blare it <laughs> on a nightly basis <laughs> It's fucking awesome. We're going to get D- DMCA. Oh my god, because <laughs> <laughs>
1: my grandparents, grandparents can
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But yeah, The Shining, The Thing, any of the like the old school like full moon critters, gremlins, yeah. things like that. Phantasm. I didn't catch Phantasm on TV a lot. We used to have a really cool channel called Chiller. Yeah, where they play all kinds of movies on there, and like I definitely would stop and watch stuff like Phantasm, Phantasm Two. Well, I know
2: uh, Fan- Cemetery Man, Phantasm played on like Sofi a couple times. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <clears throat> or some channel like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, Chiller was really cool. Um, then Chiller dead ass, at least on our network.
1: Yeah, um, El Ray used to play a lot of crazy stuff. Too, yeah, that I would watch.
2: Uh, I'm supposed to watch El Ray for Luke Underground. Yeah, but like but Dawn it's it, dead.
1: <laughs> But like a, like a, 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 a from Dust to Dawn would come on. I'd watch it for sure. Yeah, big one's The Shining. Oh, anytime The Shining's on, I stop what I'm doing. Ghostbusters too, yeah. Ghostbusters. I'd always watch Ghostbusters when it comes on.
2: Um, I don't know. Uh, I used and it's not a movie, but I'd watch random episodes of Twin Peaks.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> I love Twin Peaks.
2: That it would make no sense because I did not know what was happening in the story at all. But I it's, it's also David Lynch, so I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and what about uh, OnlyFans?
2: Uh, I'm just saying you don't want you don't want me on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm... A horrible looking human being.
1: <laughs> I look like the walrus at the end of Tusk. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wall- the walrus or whatever his dun, name is. Dun, 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 don't tell me that you no, man. Bum, 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 bum. I'm so worried we're we'll gonna get DMCA strike because of fucking John, John Wick. Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it'll
1: be, it. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> Next up. Thank you again, People's Mikey. Yes. Is JK Bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> I always love it, though. I can't help it. At Southern... At... at <laughs> as Southern boys, what do you think about Southern people being the bad guys in horror movies so often? Many of them are tongue-in-cheek, but there is but is there any you feel is genuinely ignorant and hurtful? Um,
2: Living in, essentially, the backwoods... You mm-hmm. notice a lot of these people that are in these movies are real people. Well, <laughs> 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 somewhat. And not, somewhat. Not everybody, <laughs> of course. But there are a lot of those types of people for real Now we are <laughs> I'll push this microphone through my head <laughs> <laughs> all right uh what were what were we talking about uh
1: southern people in movies
2: uh i mean, so, i don't
1: I don't know I don't know if I guess like something like a uh, wrong turn <laughs> wrong t- <laughs> that, that's pretty rough. The only time I ever was like that's a bit weird was a uh, pumpkin head. Pumpkin head Yeah, they're like wearing sacks and shit. Yeah, I was like, I know, like this is the eighties, man, like
3: you
2: Yeah, know, like
1: people like clothes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> even like like here's the thing, it's like even in uh like you can watch you can see this like on like Voss documentary, like even like some of the deepest like parts of like Africa mm-hmm.
1: have like at least clothes. clothes. Yeah, <laughs> The thing about it is, is like I feel like anything I'm a part of is like seen as like the villain in films or portrayed as the villain in films. Yeah. Like I love punk rock. Yeah. Punks are always portrayed as the villain. I love heavy metal. Heavy metals are always the bullies yeah. in movies. You know, like I'm from the South. Southerns are always the villain.
2: <laughs> uh, the oh, why do we not even think about this one? Fight for your life.
1: Yeah, that, that one. Thing is, like, there's definitely people around here like Jesse oh, yeah.
2: yeah, which is scary.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, I don't really get, I don't find them ignorant or hurtful necessarily, because it's just... I kind of just laugh at all. It's just ramping up the stereotype, which, you know, I don't really care about. Mm -mm. The only time I, like, have a problem with it is usually, like, it has more to do with, like, um, reality TV. Yeah. Like, when they, like, basically, they can trick any people, like, they can trick anybody around here into buying merchandise solely based on a gimmick. Yep. And just portraying, like, the South. Like all you got to do is act like a good old boy redneck. Yeehaw. And you can sell so much merchandise.
2: I I will throw one out here. And to anyone who has seen this, which I'm sure if you're on YouTube enough, you probably have come across it. Slap Mountain. Slap Mountain. Do not support that. No. The guy behind that is a racist piece of garbage. Not the people who do these actual slap fights. No. But he exploits mentally handicapped people uh he exploits uh a lot uh, many groups of people mm-hmm. for his own entertainment so and he's also a a clan member, yeah, <clears throat> so don't support that motherfucker
1: no absolutely not, but like stuff like you know duck dynasty yeah even like Larry the cable guy. Oh God, Larry the Cable Guy, Cowboy Cooley, or whatever his name is. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Catfish Cooley, Catfish yeah. Cooley, stuff like that. I mean, like they may be that, but like they're amping it up because they know it sells. Oh yeah, because you can trick any of these people that walking around and they're tearing off the Carhartt jacket logos. <laughs> and
2: we're we're in the, the the fucking boonies of Tennessee. Yeah, and we don't act like that. No,
1: so not everyone around here acts like that. That's my only thing. That's yeah. my that's when I have a problem with it. But um, thank you, JK, bitch. Yes. Thank Next you. up is Scum Vomit. That's a great username. Scum Vomit says, what's up, dudes? Hope you guys are doing good. I just watched Uncle Goddamn for the first time <laughs> the other day and was laughing my ass off the whole movie, even though most of what happens is pretty fucked up.
3: I can't believe I'm laughing right now. <laughs> and I was wondering
1: how you guys feel about the film and films that are similar like the Bum Fight series. Ooh. Looking forward to this week's show, and hope you dudes have a good one. Also, big shout out to the amazing bulk. Oh fuck the amazing bulk!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't like you no more. (laughs) Imagine the first half. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's the first half, man. (laughs) They can bring up the bulk and say that shit's good. (laughs) Fuck yeah, bulk. (laughs) Fuck the amazing bulk. I like to buy the creator and shove that DVD up his ass. Anyway, would you like
1: to tell people what you do to my DVD? Oh, amazing ball! Yeah. <laughs> I was just laying around. I fart on it
2: <laughs> that's where it belongs, covered
1: in shit. I'm like, we like. I know you don't like it, but you please stop farting on my no. TV?
2: No, <laughs> it's going to continue to happen. Anytime it's out, it's getting it's getting farted on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of shit. And that's what it deserves.
1: <sighs> so, what's your thoughts on movies like Uncle Goddamn, the Bumfight series, things like that? Uncle Goddamn is
2: a weird one. Yeah. Because it feels like that stuff wasn't even supposed to get
1: out. Definitely not. (laughs) I don't think so at all. It's just home movies. Yeah. Like how that circulated in the tape trader scene in the 80s, I'll never know. I assume that they probably just traded it. But to who and why? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Maybe cause... they took like a, t- a box of tapes to like a video store or something like that to like sell. Yeah. And they just they didn't realize one of those was in it. And then someone was like, "This is gold." Yeah. Sold it at a flea market or a you know yard sale or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. But it it is complicated. It's kind of like we were talking about last week with like um, animal cruelty and stuff. Yeah. And like how t- how you can talk about these things without sounding hypocritical.
2: Like. Did I laugh at Uncle Goddamn? Yes. For sure. Am I terrible for that? Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know it's completely hypocritical to be like, well, Uncle Goddamn's funny, but bum fights and those guys are pieces of shit. Because it's literally it's the same kind of things. You know what I mean? It's exploitation of a person who is clearly mentally challenged, you know? I don't think he was
2: mentally challenged. I think he was intoxicated every day of his life.
1: I mean, that's a mental uh, instability. Uh, fair enough.
2: <laughs> you know? Fair enough. Um... But man, I don't know, it's... But for me, bumfights is on like a different level of bad. hmm Because it's just... I mean, they committed crimes.
1: Yeah. Like, for real. <laughs> crimes. Yeah. And the way they treated those people is god-awful. Yeah, they get the one guy to tattoo bum fights on his forehead. It's terrible. Kidnapping homeless people. Yeah, the bum hunter or the whatever. bum hunter, you know, putting a $10 bill on a greased pole and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really mean, nasty stuff.
2: Putting I mean? a bag of crack into a swimming pool and having them s- swim for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really awful shit, and especially since they try to deal with this whole thing. Like, oh, <laughs> we're actually not bad, and we, we, we do things for good. It's like, no, you did fights, You did fights, Which, if you want to look more into that, like, watch Jonathan Doe's uh, room tour.
1: Yeah, which you should anyways, because yes.
2: it's great. It's great, yeah. But he gets into... Depth about yeah, that. and
1: it's like... You know, that's that came out in the hot of, like, Jackass when there was, like, so many clones. Like, yes. even when stuff like Backyard Wrestling was essentially birthed because Jackass was so popular. Traces
2: of Death 5 is full of Backyard Wrestling. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> ter- terrible <laughs> Backyard Wrestling. <terrible, laughs> not
1: entertaining at all, Backyard Wrestling. But, like... But it's
2: even, like, Uncle Goddamn, like, came out on DVD when that was... Popular. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, like... <clears throat> and, like, I don't know. What, a lot of those... Things missed that Jackass had was like the charmingness, yeah. You know, and even sometimes the Jackass guys, especially on the TV show, not so much in the movies, would definitely do things that, like, looking back on is like that's kind of fucked up, yeah. You know, like, (laughs) like, uh, him getting his hands
2: stuck underneath the car, having everyone run over and help him, yeah. I mean, that's a minor offense, minor
1: way more minor than like bum fights, but like, you know, I remember like during the gumball rally, they like drove around. Like they yeah. a funeral, like they like went off onto the shoulder and like sped up in front of Jesus. the funeral and stuff like that. It's like Ooh, you know, like That's bad. But the difference is like I said, is, like they missed like the like charmingness of what Jackass had for But
2: for even Jackass by the by the time uh the movies came out, they really limited the practical jokes on people. For sure. It was and a lot was less to themselves. It was a
1: lot less mean spirited too.
2: Yeah, they, they always fucked with each other after that.
1: Well, I don't know. They did practical jokes throughout the whole series, but it became really hard because yeah. they were so well-known.
2: Yes. And on top of that, a lot, a lot of the jokes are w- way less rough in... Mm-hmm. Way, way less rough in the movies than they are in the, the show, series. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's like... <laughs> you right Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs>
2: it's like, I don't know. Recording the, this is... Uh, not easy right
1: now, but we got to get it done. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I don't know. The Bum Fight series has just always been one that I just, like, I remember we there was a video store going out of business, and uh, my friend bought one, and we watched it, and none of us had a good time watching it. No. We didn't think it was funny. We didn't laugh at it. There was nothing charming or interesting. We were just like, this is pure exploitation at its worst. <laughs> yeah. It
2: is uh, exploitation of people who are desperately in need mm-hmm. and need help. And these guys threw money in their face as a way of uh, get, getting their own product out there. Yeah, the
1: profit off them.
2: And that's not even including their uh, O.J. Simpson thing they did too. Yeah, which is uh,
1: the the reality show they tried to get off the ground. Yeah, yeah,
2: which is also in bad taste for sure. Especially when you find out a lot of stuff about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I don't know, Uncle Goddamn, like it's like. Complicated. It's complicated because it, it is got funny stuff in it, but it's like it's a lot more mean spirited than like jackass. And it's
2: not all relegated to this one guy either. Mm-hmm. If you watch it, it's the entire group of people just fucking each other up. Yeah. Uh, there's this guy who gets slapped in the face multiple times. Mm-hmm. They tape Robert's head up and they rip Shelby. it off to come to Shelby. Like, that stuff's actually really funny mm-hmm. when they got him getting <laughs> get him all riled <laughs> up. But and then. Him getting set on fire is really rough. Yeah, It is, uh, yeah, it, it's it's rough. It's rough. And there's a reason why it is in amongst the uh, disturbing films mm-hmm. lists and stuff out there. Which it's on very few, but...
1: Yeah. but yeah. yeah. Thank you, Scum Vomit, for the question. Hopefully we gave you a good answer. Yes. Thank you. Even though you said shout out to the Amazing Bolt. Nope. Nope. No. We still fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have negative frequencies. Interesting name. <laughs> they say, "G day, fellas." What you said was, "G day, uh, g day, yeah. g day." Like, like the Australian. I assume <laughs> New Zealand. G day. Yeah, we're not uh, educated. It's all right. The- <laughs>
2: Good day, fellas. <laughs> Tennessee has a, a horrible education uh, system, so
1: without much ado, here's my two cents on Intrusion, oh, which I watched after listening to the Ruffies episode. Long story short, the movie fucking sucks. Dwarfs chode. <laughs> God, <laughs> had Holy to get shit. back to it, had to get back to it because I fell asleep not just once but twice while watching it for the first time. Woke up and managed to snooze right through it again, which is quite an achievement <laughs> considering that this movie's runtime is only 67 minutes. And it's not that Whew. the acting is that shitty, it's actually kind of solid. Well, solid enough for a porn movie. Up, up to the point where the second girl arrives. From there on, boy, oh boy, it's like watching a plank of wood float on a body of water <laughs> for 20 minutes straight. That's how abysmally horrendous her overall acting was. Oh, In fact, God. everyone's acting goes down the toilet after her arrival. It's so bad that it's bad. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that brings me to the my question. What movie, movies, were introduced to you as totally disturbing and fucked up, but ended up being absolute celluloid sleeping pills? Hmm. First of all, you know, everybody's got it entitled to their own opinion. Oh, yeah. I don't necessarily agree with intru- the intrusion review. It's funny. It's very funny and very well done. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, maybe I need to rewatch it, because I remember liking it. But <laughs> I definitely need to rewatch
2: it, because I remember the first time I watched it, it fucked me up. Yeah, right? I fast-forwarded through the last bit, which
1: is, like, is a sin but was- for this show. Intrusions not a heel I'm going to die on. No. <laughs> I don't have that much passion for no. it. <laughs> So yeah. Okay. I enjoyed the review. Keep it up. More reviews.
2: Okay. I'm gonna throw out a controversial one. Maybe I maybe I just need to rewatch it. Okay. The more I think about this movie, the more I'm like I don't know if I quite enjoy that movie. It is uh Cannibal Ferox. Celluloid sleeping pills though? Not celluloid sleeping pills. It's not boring. I just don't think it's
1: as fucked up as something like Cannibal Holocaust. Man, which, I, which is I, weird to say, but I gotta disagree with you wholeheartedly. Like I don't think it's as good as *Campbell Holocaust*, but I still think it's solid on its own.
2: Again, as I said, it's probably one I need to Mm rewatch. But at the same time, I remember watching it and just it was it was kind of hard to get through it because I was just like, I just want this movie to be over.
1: Wow, wow, hot take. I I mean, I said it was going to be. I don't know if mine's necessarily a hot take because I think a lot of people agree with this. Uh, Okay, *Angels Melancholy*
2: yeah that's definitely another <laughs> one
1: that movie when it's not being uh horrendously fucked up, it's mercilessly boring
2: yeah <laughs> uh not a fucked up movie but the other world oh, yeah. is
1: horrible it's boring,
2: it's so damn boring.
1: Angel's melancholy would be the big one for me because like I said like it had such a reputation when I first heard about it, like everybody was talking about it and, like, yeah opened it up, and I finally got my hands on not just a copy but a copy with subtitles mm-hmm. And the first time I watched it, I was like, man, this is long and not very interesting. (laughs) There's there's like an extra hour cut. Yeah, there definitely is. Which I would rather
2: stub my toe every day of my life (laughs) than watch. But.
1: I think you can say that about a lot of like Mario and Taurus stuff. Yeah. to Be honest with you, I think Campbell's great. Yeah, Campbell's good. Voyage to Gatus, I think, is really good. The pre-documentary is disgusting. It's very disgusting. And Carcinoma, I thought was boring. Carcinoma's a bit dragged as well. Yeah. Um,
2: but, but, I mean, I don't know. There's a couple others I can probably think of, but I—I I thought my head—it's kind of hard to.
1: Mm-hmm. Angels, Get- melancholy. That—that's the big one for me. That movie will put you to sleep.
2: <laughs> I don't think Campbell Ferox will put you to sleep. Don't you, don't quote. Don't say. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that I just don't find it as interesting as some of the other ones.
1: For sure, I get that.
2: I think it it, it does feel like a very blatant uh, rip off mm-hmm. of I mean, Holocaust. it is,
1: but like I don't know. I think it's really entertaining. It has some of the most ruthless kills of the cannibal of the cannibal genre. I mean. It does, but it
2: also has the guy who gets his nuts chopped off. Yeah, and it's like You're say that's not <laughs> entertaining or brutal. But he's acting like, like nothing happened after it happened. He's like,
1: bah! and then he's just like, I'm good now. Yeah, but he also gets his brain chopped off and eaten while he's alive.
2: Well, anyway, yeah, but, That she
1: gets hung by her boobs. And listen, I
2: probably need to rewatch it, <laughs> but at the same time, I remember the last time I watched it, it was for the show, and I was like, man, this is a
1: this is hard to get through. Everybody, come pile on Matt. Send, oh, send Matt all the hate mail. No, <laughs>
2: no. Boo this man. <laughs> I've done this.
1: I, I'll rewatch it. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thank you, negative frequencies, and keep sending those reviews. Those are great. <laughs> yeah, those reviews are great. Uh, next up, Mikey Brushaber. Uh, what movies totally surpassed your expectation, and what movie was very underwhelming? Also, what's your favorite oddball tag team? I always love Booker T and Gold Dust. Ooh.
2: They're all ball tag team. I'm going with that one first. Yeah. William Regal to Jerry. That was a great tag
1: team. I love that tag team. Uh one I thought of earlier when I read this question yeah. was uh Danny Doring and Roadkill from ECW. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying on air. Um, <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was that's really a great one. <laughs> team. Uh New Jack and Spike Dudley was another fun one. <laughs> I almost forget that one happened. Yeah. But like my big ones are like I love Kane's weird tag teams. Yes. Like more so than even the Brothers of Destruction. I yeah. love Kane and Dan Bryan team hell no. Yeah. Kane and X Pac, uh, Kane and R V D. Yeah. I thought those were always really fun. I I agree. They're <laughs> they're always it was great. Um a movie that
2: I thought was underwhelming. Well totally surpassed your expectations. Okay. That's that uh, uh surpassed my expectations. Um the fucking threads. Threads, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have any expectations for that to be honest with you, but Well when I first heard about it, I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds like a decently messed up little movie. And then you watch it and you're like, This is one of the worst things I've ever watched.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Begotten for me, because like Begotten when I first like heard like I heard people talk about it and like it, but yeah. the majority of the people heard talk about it was basically like it's boring art dribble. Yeah. That nothing happens during it. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was like, well, no, not really. A lot of happens, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's way more messed up than I actually thought it was yeah. or was told that it was.
2: Uh, Sweet Movies, another movie that surpassed my expectations of how fucked up it would get. Because mm. I don't know. I just guess I didn't really know much about it going into watching it. Yeah. Which I guess is one of the best ways of going into something. Mm-hmm. And in that. Movie, I was like, I, I've said this on, the air, on air before, but I was like, the FBI's gonna knock on this damn door any minute. <laughs> um, the hell is that? What? Okay, you don't hear it? No. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> There's a razor going off. Boing. Is it a razor? Huh? Is it a razor, or you have something hot in here? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. Um.
2: Uh, and a movie that uh, was underwhelming. Yeah. My brain's not working that night, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs>
1: You're distracted by everything. I'm like by ADD.
2: <laughs> you expect me not to get distracted by everything? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't
1: know. Uh, <laughs>
3: I don't know. <laughs>
1: Shout out to Lex Luger. Uh, for me, underwhelming, again, Angel's Melancholy. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, it got the most infamous shit ever. Yeah, and then I watched it. And I'm like, "God, this is a this is a slog."
2: <laughs> some some of those roughies were
1: slogs to get through. Climax of Blue Power. That is awful, awful.
2: That's like I was reading uh one of the cinema sewer books, and they talk about it. it's like, "Oh, this is a crazy messed up roughie." I'm like, "This is just boring." It's so boring. Robin, <laughs> this is boring. You make this movie sound like. You know, this fucked up hidden gem. Mm. When you watch it, it's fucking
1: boring. Another one, a Atroz.
2: Oh, don't even get me started on Atroz. Like, you
1: don't like a Atroz more than I don't. Oh, my God. I, I actually think it's at least, like, watchable.
2: I, I didn't, I'm not saying it's not watchable, but I do think at times it's boring.
1: I think it's the only reason it has a reputation is because it, it does go pretty far. It is pretty extreme. But at the same time, it's immensely uninteresting and has a lot of technical problems and continuity issues.
2: Those were the things that really pissed me off. I was like, how are you going to have this found footage type segment Then have... Are you showing the camera up the guy's ass? Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you're doing? That's what we're doing. No, that's not how that works. (laughs) You, You didn't show that in your found footage segment. So, th- I guess it didn't happen. To not go extreme,
1: to go just, yeah. uh, you know, your uh, mainstream horror, if you will, or, you know, non-extreme horror. Yeah. Regular old horror. Uh, Phantasm Ravenger, uh, Just because <laughs> I had to the Phantasm series, it's one of my favorite series of all time. Yeah. I bought that box set as quick as, you know, your head could spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the pencil didn't hit the ground before I could have bought that box. Today, you know I mean? and uh, That was me in the cells today. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, watching Ravenger and watching it in theater and just the whole time having this sinking feeling that this is not getting any better. Yeah. Like, from frame one being like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Like, technically flawed. Like, you can see smudges on the lenses at points. Jesus Christ to the horrendous uh, digital effects I don't even call them CGI digital effects (laughs) digital effects to just the bad acting the bad writing just immensely disappointing ending to the franchise
2: that's a bummer yeah (laughs) Uh,
1: another one that's again uh, it, 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 it 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 knocks on the underground I think okay uh Return to Return to Nukem High, Volume 2. I thought that was a fucking bismal.
2: Yeah, Part 2 is, uh, Part 1's great. I love Part 1. Part 2 is atrocious. It really is. It's by far probably the worst thing Lloyd's done.
1: Yeah, easily.
2: I don't know what the fuck happened.
1: Like, even compared to, like, Toxic Avenger 2 and 3. yeah. They blow Return of Nukem Nukamaya, Volume 2, out of the water.
2: Volume 2, like, we were, we watched it for Halloween. Because we were
1: all excited to watch it.
2: And afterwards, we all just went home.
1: <laughs> it, it ended just, the night.
2: Yeah, it ended the whole <laughs> fucking night. Except for uh, me, you, and uh, uh, our friend Amanda. Yeah. We watched a ki- Killer Party. Killer Party. Which was good. Which was good. I probably need to
1: re-watch it because I was schlumping. Everybody was on a low... Yeah, <laughs> it
2: was bad. I
1: never seen something suck the wind out of the room like Return of Newcomb High did. Well, it's
2: like I know, like two of our friends like afterwards, like, yeah, we're gonna leave. <laughs> we were like, like, damn man, damn man. It was it was that bad. It was that bad. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, I kind of feel bad uh, for my comments about uh, Campbell Fairrocks now <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to underwhelming movies. Jesus. Thank you, I'm Mikey Brushaber,
1: for the question. As Thank always. You. Next up, we have FonzBot. (laughs) Like Fonzie? I don't know. know. (laughs) I've never watched the show. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I wasn't referencing... uh, uh, Was it uh, Good Times? No, not Good Times. What was it? Happy Days. Happy Days, yeah. I wasn't referencing Happy Days. I was referencing ECW. Oh. uh, Fonzie. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking whistle. Uh, You get free rent and utilities for life. The catch is, anyone who spends the night... Or lives there has to wear socks when they sleep at night. If you take the socks off while you're sleeping, a guy comes in and puts the socks on for you. He will not talk to you or do anything sexual. Just the just there to put socks on. Would you do it? Hashtag ButterGang. Butter gang. Butter gang. Oh
2: my God. Uh Yes, I would do. I would stay in this apartment because free <laughs> rent is almost impossible
1: across the world. Free rent's based.
2: Free rent's based. I don't <laughs> care if someone comes in and puts socks on my feet. I don't care if it looks like a sleep fiend. Po- <laughs> this, the stink fiend. Or, or a sleep paralysis demon. I thought you were going to say bogus sting for a second. For bogus, bogus sting? Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say for half a second. God, that would be incredible. Though. <laughs> bogus sting. Comes in and puts socks on your
1: feet. <laughs> like the, the, the I the imagine An-Q. it's like the guy from um, Cruising. Yeah The the weird black guy In the cowboy hat And jockstrap <laughs> like, Yeah like, Jockstrap
2: I don't even know If strap's The right word for it I don't know What you call that
1: Like you, like your sock Like you're like Rolling around in your sleep Kind of like You know Yeah like, Just kind of uh, And you accidentally Like pull your sock off And all of a sudden It's just like <laughs> And then like It's a bright lot <laughs> And he walks up Put your sock back on And leaves
2: I mean To get any Like to have rent here in America yeah. <laughs> is uh, it's rough. I'd do it. <laughs> free rent? <laughs> I'll sleep my socks. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Even if like I forget to put my socks on and here he comes to put the damn
1: socks on my feet, I don't give a shit. It's free rent. You know the first time it happens, it's going to be freaky as hell, though. Oh, yeah. Like when he comes busting in, just like, give me them feet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see them feet. Let me see them feet. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I do. I would rather it be Bogus Sting than anything. Oh? Bogus Sting? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's... Not sting.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs>
3: thank you, Fawn Spot, for yeah, the excellent you. question.
1: Free rent. Hashtag butter gang. Free <laughs> rent butter gang for love. Next up, rule death. Rule death asks, "Fuck Mary Kill the Adams family." Oh, god, you got the name of the name Adams family? You don't know the Adams family?
2: Not by name. Not up my head. Not Wednesday Adams because
1: Wednesday Addams was a child. <laughs> yeah, no, clearly not. That's fucked up. Here, I'll give you mine first. Okay. Okay. I'm marrying Gomez. <laughs> okay. Because... Of, what? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just, it just started off with with <laughs> Gomez, all right. Well, here's the thing about Gomez. Yes. Gomez is kind of a pseudo-m'lady type. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like he's going to treat you right. Uh-huh. But maybe, you know, he's a little too, too nice, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's trying a little too hard. But that might be all right for a marriage. Because, you know... He's going to buy you stuff and, you know, yeah. be nice to you. But I'm going to fuck Uncle Fester.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because
1: you know Uncle Fester's a freak.
2: <laughs> he's a freak of the sheets.
1: Yeah. Uncle <laughs> Fester fucks.
2: Oh, my God. And he's got the hump.
1: He's got the hump. You can hold on. Hold
0: <laughs> ah.
1: oh, my <laughs> uh, And uh, I'm killing... Um, is it cousin It is the one that's called the hair, or is that another one? I don't even remember, bro. Is that It's either the hand or the hairy one. I can't remember, but I'm gonna kill cousin It and shave him. <laughs> when you shave him, yeah, I want to see what he looks like with all the hair.
2: I think Adam's family. It's the hand. I don't remember. I can't remember. Uh, pro- your turn. <laughs> I don't remember. Morticia is that her name? Yeah. I'll I'll marry Morticia, okay. Fucking Gomez.
1: Yeah, see, I think he's a pseudo melee type. I don't think ah, he's I don't think he's, be good bad. <laughs> <laughs> don't think he's gonna be good and bad. You don't think he's gonna be good, bad? No. Uh,
2: and uh, it's probably killing cousin
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hate we, to do it to him. The hand or the hairy one? Uh, <sighs> Cause I can't remember which one cousin it is. Uh,
2: if it's the hairy one, then killing on him.
1: It, what if it's the hand?
2: I mean, at that point, you gotta kill him, right? <laughs> it's true. He's just a hand. I mean, he's just a hand, bro. Uncle Fester. God, can't believe he said you're gonna fuck Uncle Fester.
1: That's <laughs> fucking hilarious.
2: Next up is the Gorehound.
1: The Gorehound. Thank you, by the way, Rule Death for the question. Yes. The Gorehound asks opinions on David Lynch.
2: We are fans of the David Lynch. Yes.
1: Big fan. Yes, he was very instrumental in my growth as a film fanatic or a film fan, whatever you want to call it, a cinephile, if you will. Uh, I pretty like. I'm
2: pretty sure that, like Eraserhead was like the first underground movie I ever watched. Mm.
1: So it, is it underground still? It's pretty. It's a cult classic. Yeah, you know.
2: And it haunted my dreams for many years. <laughs> in heaven, especially that, and the the baby. Yeah, the <laughs> was it that Kennedy song, the baby, let's the go. Baby. <laughs> Fuck the baby.
3: <laughs>
2: he's a ra- he's a fucking homophobe. <laughs> anyway, I th- oh my god, I don't know who it was, but there's this video I saw that was circulating online. Mm-hmm. Was this this rapper? He was like it was like he was out like performing in the middle of like the snow. Okay. And someone, like, just fucking hit him so hard in the <laughs> face with a snowball. About <laughs> knocked him over with it. And I was like, dude,
1: they yeah, fucked him up. It's like up. Black Christmas. Dude, it's about like it. <laughs>
2: he hits him, so- it's not in the side of the face, it's like flush. <laughs> right on, like, nose, mouth, and eyes. <laughs> just like bang. That's awesome. Um, that's based. That's based. Anyways. Um David Lynch. And Blue Velvet is an amazing fucking movie. Blue
1: Velvet's a masterpiece. That's probably my favorite David Lynch film.
2: And there's still more I need to see. I yeah, will say I, that.
1: I, me too as well. I actually, I've never seen Lost Highway or Wild at Heart. Yeah. Um,
2: or but Dune. Yeah, or Dune. I, I've never seen Dune. <laughs> but all his movies look fascinating. Yeah. And his short film was it? What
1: Did You Do, Jack? Or something With like that. With the monkey? Yeah. And the chicken?
2: Yeah, it's so weird. That was real weird. His
1: earlier short films are like Nightmare Fuel. Yeah, they are. The Granny, the Alphabet. Oh God, like, those are like real like. Uh, uh, that's horror. Oops, I stumbled across the wrong side of the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like Proto Say Saint John. <laughs> that's that's
2: a very interesting uh, comparison. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like how he got into movies was like he would like paint. And he was like, I want to do this, but with motion.
1: Yeah, I want, I want these paintings to move.
2: Which, when you watch those movies, you can see that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, all this stuff looks like some style of artwork. Yeah. You know, whether it be, like, abstract expressionism with eraser head or, like, modern gothic with blue velvet, you know. I
2: do wonder why he was so obsessed with TV. TV? Yeah, because, like, clearly films worked out for him way more mm-hmm. than TV did. Yeah. Except for Dune. Dune. That did not go well. <laughs> Which, Dune didn't go well for nobody.
1: No, Dune didn't work for anybody. Hodorowski tried to make like a six-hour Dune. And the studio was like, no.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to fly, bro. (laughs) No, bro, what are you doing? Um, That's like, I was watching a list of, (laughs) I was watching a video. It was like, uh, longest movies ever made. Mm -hmm. And there's this guy who directs like eight, ten-hour movies. And I'm like, there's
1: fucking Andy Warhol who filmed a building for 24 hours. But the
2: longest movie was like a hundred and something hours. Is it War and Peace? No, I ain't watching more <laughs> <laughs> It's literally just it's this person filming like just outside surroundings and shit, like like cars going by, fucking like, well, like construction.
1: I, like Warhol literally has two twenty four hour movies. I think oh one God. is like him sleeping, and the other one is uh, the a shot of the Empire State Building. Yes, no wonder Paul Morrissey hates that fucking idiot. <laughs>
2: He's that fucking idiot.
1: That Nimrod.
2: The N- Nimrod. Nimrod. Oh, I'm bringing back an old school term. I'm there. bringing that back. Bringing back Nimrod. Dumb head. Dumb head. <laughs> Poo-poo head. <Dumb> skull. <laughs> I hear skull. I just think about the uh uh King Parrot song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> King Parrot goes hard as fuck. Well. Yeah,
1: David Lynch rules. I think we're going to do David Lynch. Probably, I don't know if we got him scheduling time soon, but no. he's on the list of yeah. things to do. Yes. Yes. He's in there. (laughs) He he will be covered at some point. Thank you, Gorehound, for the question, as always.
2: Dave Lynch, uh, forever. Forever.
1: Forever. And last but not least is the boy, the homie, Joshua Fat Attack.
2: Joshua Fat Attack.
1: Joshua asks, what is y'all's stance on mixtapes? Oh, boy. Interesting question. Very interesting question. Well,
2: since I am... uh, should Should I say that? Go for it since I am currently working on one that's an a, essentially like a tip of the hat to the mm-hmm. the internet it's
1: a love letter to the weird side of the internet
2: yeah um I do appreciate mixtapes like like stuff like everything is terrible mm-hmm. those fucking guys are masters of this shit yeah they did a entire mixtape of clips of dogs <laughs> that they transformed into like the holy mountain. <laughs> Called <laughs> like it's like Doggy Walkies, Poochie Woochies.
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome.
2: And they also did one called like The Great Satan, mm-hmm. which is like just a bunch of like satanic clips from like the eighties and nineties. It those guys rock. People like Thomas and McGor can go fuck themselves. Yeah. I don't understand why why everyone who makes mixtapes is like you just have to make the hardest thing possible. Mm-hmm. Just make something fun. Yeah.
1: Which is, like, even, like, um, cinema sewers. Yeah. Retardotron, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it, I ain't afraid. <laughs> That's the name of the series. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it is designed to be gross and freak you out, but at the same time... it dies in it. Yeah, but it's meant to be fun, Oh, You know what yeah. I mean? Like... It is gross out humor at its like most extreme, but yeah. it's still designed to be a good time and fun that you can watch with a group of friends and be like, "Oh my god, can you believe what we just saw?" Well,
2: there's nothing like like nothing like watching like some like food for example, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, "Oh man, that's kind of fucked up," you know these weird porno clips, and then like, "Oh here's Happy Tree Friends, that's fun." Oh, there's someone getting killed.
1: Yeah. Why? My favorite. Like if I'm going to watch a mixtape, I like what like what you're working on. Yeah where it's, it's not meant to be weird or gross or freak you out. It's just meant to be a collage of, you know, putting together this s- similar thematic ideal. Yes. You know, I've not seen Marcus Cook's MK Ultra series, but I assume it's very similar to yeah. that. Um, I agree a lot with what Jonathan Doe said in his um, 10K subscriber video part two, yeah. where he showed up his collection, where he's talking about mixtapes, and that, like, it's gotten old that people now seem to think that, like, that's the last bastion of extreme cinema.
2: It's not. It's boring,
1: you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's like... Okay, I can get everything that you are showing me in this mixtape if I go to R fucked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or R watch people die.
2: That uh, that that doesn't exist anymore. Well, when it did, i <laughs> say for life. Yeah, this not say for life. You know, good one. It's
1: the same thing. Yes. It's not. It doesn't take any skill to like take a metal song and just put a bunch of people dying over it. No if you like that kind of thing that's on you that's your yeah. prerogative I'm not sitting here and shitting on you I'm just saying I don't understand why that is now like when people talk about disturbing films they're like oh this is the hardest thing you can watch exactly it's like it's we we seem to further ourselves away from actual movies more and more yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like like it went from like okay something like Serbian film was the most disturbing movie ever made yeah. to then something like Squirmfest you know so now we're stepping into pornography which is like you know there's still you can see art and pornography it's
2: still being filmed by some it's still being filmed and edited
1: by someone but it's not your traditional narrative movie no now it's like now it's just a clip show (laughs) yeah you know now it's a montage (laughs) well it's like uh,
2: what's his name Dirk on YouTube Mm -hmm. he has something interesting to say about the mixtape stuff he says like the the real heavy like gore stuff those are just compilations
1: ah yeah and I think that's an interesting way to put it
2: Whereas a mixtape, you use creativity to make something new out of something mm-hmm. old.
1: He's doing the Lord's work. Yeah. He watches all that shit so you don't have to.
2: <laughs> he really, yeah. He is a uh, godsend when it comes to that stuff, man. Because mm-hmm. he'll sit there and just watch it and just be like, either it sucked or it was good or whatever. And it gets to the
1: point where it's all the same. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's there's only so many times, the same clips. Yeah. You know, it's only sometimes you can see the same things. Before you're just not interested in it anymore.
2: Again, like I was talking about Foo earlier. Foo is the same as was the worst tape ever made or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Out remember. of Clear
1: Room in 90 Seconds or Less or something like that.
2: Yeah, they're all, they, they share a lot of the same clips. Mm-hmm. It's like, we get it.
1: Yeah. Fist Pig. Yeah. You know, all these mixtapes, all these notorious mixtapes. Yeah. You know, it seems
2: like the Fist Pig ones are at least, it's like they're shocking, but at least you're supposed to, like, either laugh at it or be shocked yeah, by I, it.
1: Those don't bother me. None of them bothers me. I don't want to act like, oh, I'm offended by it, or, yeah. oh, it bothers me. No. <clears throat> or people shouldn't watch. No, no, no. I don't that don't feel that way about any of it, but like at least something like Fist Pig or Retardotron or the Horde Church yeah. are mostly designed as just, like, dares. Yeah. You know, put it on, see if you can make it through it kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Which I, I do think the Horror Church is probably one of the better... Mixtapes out there mm-hmm. when it comes to like how much work was actually put into it. Yeah, like they even film stuff for it. Yeah, as well as just using like a bunch of horror movie clips. And then here's like, ah, here's something that's kind of gross. And then back to like
1: horror stuff. And my, I whatnot. guess my only thing is like, I think it should be its own category Mixtapes. separate it from the the extreme underground because it's not a movie. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it, it's it, it's a compilation. It's a it's a clip show. It's a you know montage. It's yeah. not. It wasn't made by going out and making something. Yeah. It was gathered, which is fine. That can be really entertaining, but let's let's exclude it from when we're talking about the most disturbing things ever made.
2: Yeah. And also, if you're going to make a mixtape, which I will say I'm a little bit at fault with working on mine, there's definitely some stuff that's been seen a million times. Oh, for sure. But. It's hard to find new shit,
1: though. That's yeah. That's the thing.
2: You know what I mean? Where, like, back in, like, the 90s when people were doing this stuff, like, ensuring your place in hell, if, if even if it was made then, who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of stuff really
1: is found footage. Yeah, and, like, a lot of the stuff was, like, you know, like, mixtapes, like, back in the day were a way to, like, basically advertise what you had. Yeah. Like, here's a bunch of gore clips on a VHS, these are the movies I have to trade. Yeah. You know, or, like, you know, even something like Traces of Death, which is kind of like the early days of mixtaping in a way. you know In a right?
2: way, yeah. I'd say different. The later ones are definitely mixtape like, for sure. Whereas, um, I'll say the first one is definitely shockumentary. Mm,
1: yeah, I could agree with that.
2: Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I like, I like, I do like mixtapes. There's a lot of them that I've watched. And I'm like, yeah, that was fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But there's also a lot of them where I'm like, oh, fuck off. Yeah,
1: like we watched Agfa's Christmas one. I thought it was excellent.
2: Oh yeah, that one's that one's great. And then we also watched another Agfa one that I thought was pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> another thing is like. As an idiot on the internet,
1: as an idiot,
2: <laughs> I'll say if you are making a mixtape, rapid cuts are your friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like having stuff stay on for over two minutes gets boring.
1: And be creative.
2: Yes. You know. But use the the dumbest recesses of your mind to come up with something funny.
1: Funny, yeah. I think at this point that's the that's an interesting take on the mixtape. I think the disturbing and Fucked Up is played out. I, I agree. Let's move on to trying to make people laugh, because that's even harder. Oh, yeah. You know, it's harder to make someone laugh than it is to show them someone shooting themselves in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and freaking them out,
2: you know? I'm sure that people are going, like, whenever I am finished and I decide to
3: Unleash show people.
2: It. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Unleash it. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be people who are going to hate it. Oh, for sure. And there's going to be people who are not going to think the comedy is stupid. Mm-hmm. But I, it's it makes me laugh and it makes a lot of my friends laugh. Yeah, and I don't know. I I think the humor just clicks with me. Yeah, I agree. It's just stuff I think is funny.
1: Yeah, and ultimately I think that you know that's fun.
2: Mixtapes are supposed to be a reflection of who you are. Yeah, not let me fuck someone up.
1: And also let me throw this out there real quick about mixtapes. Okay, your mixtape shouldn't be over ninety minutes. No. <laughs> Your, your mixtape really shouldn't be over 60 minutes, to be honest with you.
2: If you're going to have it be longer than 90 minutes, then it better be entertaining. Yeah. It's like, I was trying to I was going to watch this one that was a bunch of horror movie clips. I'm, like, I'm not going to say the name, because I don't want to make anyone upset. You don't want to throw it out there. Yeah yeah. 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 But it was over two hours long. That's long. And I was like, no. No way. Not to not. Tonight. No. I'm just going to move on with my life and find something else to watch. So i watch yeah. going to watch some review for
1: the rest of the night. Hell yeah.
2: <laughs> gold! It's gold! <laughs>
1: There you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an interesting topic, you know. Yeah. It's something we could talk about for a long time, to be honest with you. We could do a whole episode on it, but, uh, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Not uh, to be an asshole, but uh, it's not my cup of tea, you know.
2: Yeah. Big Stapes uh, are complicated still yeah, in my they mind, are. though. They're very
1: complicated. Like, they're not cut and dry, for sure.
2: They're technically not even legal, really.
1: <laughs> no, not really. I mean, it is just like...
2: You're just stealing clips and putting them into a, into a <laughs> yeah. timeline. Yeah. Which... Selling those is gonna be Really complicated Yeah
1: which I don't think they're I don't know about them, Like the MD Pope and something like that But most of them Are never meant to be sold No You know
2: That's like the The Fist Pig one It's like don't sell this Don't
1: sell that Which now everybody sells it but that's
2: Yeah pointing. Which I'm sure Boss, <laughs> Garcia, <laughs> Boss Garcia The creator of it Is like oh, Fuck you
1: like oh, Damn it But Yeah Thank you everybody for listening or yeah. not listening <laughs> Oh, show's over apparently. show's over <laughs> thank you everybody for asking questions as always we really appreciate it it's a really cool and very humbling that every week we get people who give a shit about our opinions on things yes uh, and if you want to join them you can do so by going to sickoncinema at gmail.com and send yes. us a question comment or concern and whatever you want to do or you can wait to the week of the episode we are a bi-weekly podcast yep. and we'll post a lovely little picture here that has dancing skeletons in the background created by Matt yes that says we are taking questions, and you can ask in the comments below. Yeah.
2: Below. below. Also, if you are... Let me mi- see them
1: feet. <laughs> <laughs> you, Sorry, go ahead.
2: <laughs> if you are make, making a mixtape, uh, don't have it been over 90 minutes. Don't do it. And just make it entertaining. Don't do it. Or just don't do it at all. Don't do it. Because gore compilations are outplayed and boring. Don't
1: do it. Don't do it. You'll be the hurt of feelings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang! Bang! From the hip. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna take a short hiatus, play something. Who knows what the hell it's gonna be? I'll find something for the week. I mean, I'm pretty sure you already know what it is. I was trying to sell it. <laughs> As if you didn't send it to the email Before you got home from work Yeah I was (laughs) trying I was trying to sell it as I'm being nonchalant Like we'll figure it out as we go We're we're always on the fly You know we're just fucking breaking cave We have
2: to act like we're we're, uh, We we have some thought process into this sometimes
1: (laughs) Fuck you man Really just gonna throw me out under the bus like that I thought it was funny You threw me under the bus I went out of that bus You grabbed me by the belt loop Threw me right back (laughs) under it That's awesome. Fuck you. (laughs) We'll be right back. Podcast (laughs) is over.
0: See how they live below Tobacco Road. Oh, don't you know what girls is for. Don't toe I've been watching. Scum of the earth the real, poor, white trash. They live and die ah! below Tobacco Road. She killed him. That witch woman in yonder. She found out how they live below Tobacco Road. You remember that little private talk we gonna have? Pick an ever wanting man who takes what he wants. Sarah, his trouble-loving daughter. What makes you think she'd want to have anything to do with a smelly old hog like you know how? Emmy, his girl wife. Take me. You know I'm always ready for when you want some loving. Alright, get the hell out of my way. Mm. Dumb. I knowed how you got that dollar, and I'm gonna go tell Paul. I'm gonna put a hex on you. And the unseen watches... <coughs> ...and strikes. Where'd ah, go? What'd she hear? No power on earth can exercise the terror from scum of the earth. The real poor white trash. He's a dinosaur!
2: That song is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda liked it. Of course she did give possum. <laughs>
1: I don't, know, I don't know. It's kind of charming and fun. We are both. I mean, as far as like vinegar syndrome, like title screen songs, it's way better oh than Nightmare God. Sisters.
2: Not. It's better than Nightmare Sisters and Who Done It.
1: Hurt me, hurt me, hurt me. No. fast. Hurt me. <laughs>
2: that song is so bad. It's
1: really bad. I kind of like
2: the movie though. It got like that song was so repetitive. I almost oh my wanted god. to turn it off. It was
1: so good watching it with you, bro. Because I was like, "This movie's kind of fun." And you're over there just seething. You're like, "If it sings this fucking song one more time, <laughs> I'm 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 killing somebody." <laughs> I hated the song.
2: It just kept playing.
1: Fast too fast.
2: <laughs> oh god. Ooh, ooh. But
1: dinosaur.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tammy and the T Rex.
1: So we are celebrating. The holiday created by Hallmark. It's <laughs> a <laughs> trick, yeah. sp- trick you to spend a shit ton of money on your significant other. When you should be buying your significant other things, not on Valentine's Day. Yes. You shouldn't have to wait for a certain time of the year to uh, tell your loved one you love them.
2: John's shooting hard on uh. this episode. <laughs>
1: Blame it, Hallmark. I've also been single for an entire year, so. <laughs> I've Maybe there's a reason. <laughs> I've been single for longer. Eh, you know what happens. It happens to the best of us. So we decided we're going to pick out some romantic horror films. Because like, I think a lot of people think about Valentine's Day. And they think about horror. They think about My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. They think about Valentine. <laughs> you know. Which, you know, I don't like Valentine. But I love My Bloody Valentine. My so. Bloody Valentine. Ba- My Bloody
2: Valentine is great. And I, uh, um, here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Scrim Factory is doing their sale. Yeah. As we speak. Yeah. Don't want to, you know, have this be age poorly. Yeah. Why well, was my way to Valentine not up for sale? Was it
1: not? No, I didn't pay attention. To that to be honest with you.
2: I was scrolling through it. I did not see it. If again, some, someone out there correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I did not see it.
3: Hmm.
2: It was a lot of non-Valentine's Day related movies.
1: Hmm. Anyway, anyways, uh, you know, those are the movies that immediately come to your mind and like spark the ideal Valentine's Day and give mm-hmm. you a Valentine's Day feel. But we wanted to not be so obvious. Yeah, you know, not be so ham fisted with it and pick movies. ...that are romantic and are all about love and couples and falling in love and...
2: And it would not be sick on cinema if it wasn't some of the weirdest fucking <laughs> love romantic movies ever.
1: That is true. That is true. And we are starting with... 1992. Stuart, how do you say his last name? Raffle? Oh, uh, Ro- Raffle? 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 Did you, get, did you get 92 for this? I did. What'd you get? I got 94 have different freaking dates. I use Letterbox. I use Letterbox too. I swear to God. I swear to uh, for God. I swear on God. <laughs> on God. On God. Anyways, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe I just fucked up. I don't <laughs> the, know. The man who gave us the immortal classic Mac and Me. Oh uh, yes, you know. One of my favorite kids' movies of all time. I say that unironically. He
2: does say that unironically. Don't let <laughs> him fool you.
1: I love that movie. He legitimately... They shoot a kid to death. <laughs> they do! <laughs> How do you not love it?
2: It shouldn't be a kid's movie, really. It's
1: brilliant.
2: I don't know if I'd consider it brilliant. It's better than
1: E.T. I'm just saying right now. Whoa. Hot take. Come <laughs> at You thought people were
2: going shit on, shit on uh, me for fucking uh, oh, Campbell Campbell Fairrox
1: is better than E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. E.T.'s fine. I hate E.T., e. that's beside the point. We've, we've no, talked about no, it no. this.
2: Explain why you hate E.T. No, we've explained this. Okay, yeah. you have. Yeah. Um, we talked about that, my hatred of E.T. <laughs> because that
1: little kid fucking <laughs> knocked his head <laughs> out of that <in> costume. <laughs> fucking <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Won the damn costume contest and bullshit, man. Oh, my God. But anyways, he brought us another absolute classic. <laughs> yeah. And one of the weirdest teen comedies ever made. Uh, maybe teen comedy? I mean, it's definitely a teen comedy, but I mean, it's other things as well. Yeah. This is Tammy and the T-Rex. Now, some backstory on Tammy and the T-Rex before we get into the plot. Okay, Tammy and the T-Rex was released in the 90s in a PG-13 cut version. Yeah. Because the producers were mortified (laughs) at the product that the director turned in. Because they're like, who is this movie for? (laughs) You know? Yeah. It's supposed to be a teen comedy, yet it has so much gore in it, it's going to get an R rating. Yeah. You know? So who did you make this movie for? And lo- and that was thought to be lost forever, like, the gore. Like you know that you got these like VHS like bootleg editions of it that kind of floated around of the uncut edition, but nobody ever thought the uncut edition would see the light day until Vinegar Syndrome swooped in, found the lost gore footage in a great format, and cut it all back together and created what we see here today which is fucking incredible you know what yeah. I mean? like i love when something like that happens you know what i mean praise vinegar syndrome yeah. man. oh it's like when you know we talked about Bob Buddy Valentine yeah and um i think it was Lionsgate yeah. picked out the dvd that had the uncut footage for the very first time ever yeah. you know it was like holy shit like this is a new movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it is it's then, way more uh, i would not say fucked up but it's it's way funner oh oh yeah And the thing about it is with taming the T Rex for me is like I never saw the version without the gore. Yeah. So I can't sit here and say oh it's better, but I can imagine that without the gore it would be a lot weirder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because then it like you lose the like horror aspect of it. But
2: what studio executives did not know is that this movie was not for teens or adults. It was made for one man. <laughs> it was made
1: for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what we have here is we have Tammy and Michael. Um, played by Denise Richards and Paul Walker. Paul Walker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think it was like one of the, both of his first movies. I don't know That's, if it was their first, but yeah. definitely one of them. And, uh, you know, they're young star-crossed lovers mm-hmm. in high school. He's the, you know, the star football player. She's the star cheerleader kind of thing. Yeah. Or at least I think she's a cheerleader. She's dancing at the beginning of the movie. I, it, it don't look like cheerleading, but. <laughs> she's doing something. Yeah. But the problem is she has an asshole ex named Billy. Who is <laughs> a member of a gang? I, yeah. It's so typical, like, 80s, 90s teen movie. Oh, it's my like, God. What's going on, Tammy? Yeah, get him, Billy. <laughs> you know, Billy. <like, laughs> and one of his like goons is the guy from People Under the Stairs. <laughs> There's all kinds of people in this movie, like from other films that you're like, yeah. hey, 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 I know that guy, you know. Um. So yeah, he's an asshole and doesn't want Michael to be with Tammy because he thinks that he sh- should still be with Tammy. Uh, not
2: not just saying he wants to still be with Tammy, but saying that Tammy is his, belongs to him, which. In, even in real life. wee you we
1: you asshole alert.
2: Yeah, when people say that shit in real life, I'm like, mm, you're
1: <laughs> gross. So, you know, lo and behold, Tammy's like, we can't be together because I don't want you to get hurt by Billy. <laughs> and Michael's like, I don't give a shit. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. Oh, they get to a fight, all and right. They twist each other's nuts, but we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually it leads to Tammy being like, you know what? You come over to my house because yeah. I, I want to be with you. I love you. So, you know. Here comes Michael I love you bitch I love you bitch Never gonna stop loving you bitch I'll never stop <laughs> that video No what is that great
2: uh, It's this dude He's got a guitar He's like just strumming it He's like Bring. I love you bitch <laughs> I never gonna stop loving you bitch That's awesome It's great So anyways
1: Michael drives over to Tammy's house this is a long explanation, because you got to give all the details to like understand the movie. It's a wild one. <laughs> you can't just be like, this happens, this happens, Blue mess the plot of the film.
2: Every movie this episode, except for, I'd say, one, I yeah. have the most complicated, yeah. most complicated
1: plots ever. They're very convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Michael gets over to Tammy's house, and Billy is tipped off by one of his gang members. that is, He's there at her house, and he's pissed. He's mad. He's mad. He's mad. He's fucking mad. He's mad. He hates grapes. <laughs> So we get to that. He beats the shit out of Michael and yep. leaves him
2: it's at a zoo, question mark. Leaves him at Briarwood, apparently. Apparently, because
1: it's <laughs> just lions, tigers, jaguars. Do people know what
2: Briarwood is? Or is that she, an obscure Tennessee reference?
1: I think that's an obscure Tennessee re- uh, reference.
2: It's a uh, zoo, essentially. But like a free roam zoo. Yeah, that you go through on like, uh, a ride thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool.
1: It's kind of cool. But anyways... So he's he's attacked by a lion, yes, and goes into a coma. Question mark.
2: Uh, yeah, he, he, apparently, like his his brain stops functioning.
1: He's like in a coma for a little bit. It's weird. Not very long at all.
2: No, for about a couple minutes. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: but anyways, what we haven't told you is the subplot that's happening at the exact same time,
2: which is not thoroughly explained <laughs> until this point.
1: So you have a mad scientist. Which I don't. I think I have. Who played him?
2: Uh, Terry Kisser.
1: Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's so good. He is. He he he, German? They never really explained that either. He sometimes he has a German accent, sometimes he don't. uh, Which I think is part of the joke.
2: I think it's part of the joke.
1: I don't. I don't know. Who has this weird ragtag of like team with him? He has the
2: Island of Misfit Toys with him. Yeah,
1: and what he's doing is he's making a T Rex. Why? Fuck, I don't know he's making a T-Rex for some reason and the one guy who is Isaac from Children of the Corn I do not like that movie but <laughs> is like this T-Rex will never be better than my computer <laughs> and I'm like explain that what do you mean yeah. like what do you mean like, what do you mean by that you crazy bastard I mean that's just an animatronic T-Rex that's a computer what do you mean like yeah. how are they the same like how do these correlate with each other
2: <laughs> and another thing too is what the movie doesn't explain is like how would any of this work ah uh,
1: yeah yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like ah hey, fuck it yeah whatever <laughs> Get over it. Get over it. Move on. <laughs> We're just going to do it. So anyways, the scientist gets word that there's a young brain. A brain. ripe for the pickings. Yeah. So he sneaks in, tricks everybody into thinking Michael's dead very easily.
2: So easily. He just, like, pulls the, the pulls cord. Pulls the plug he
1: like, punches it on his chest, like, twice. Like, well, nothing we can do for him. <laughs> he just ha- rolls his body out. Rolls his body out. And he implements the brain of Michael into this T-Rex. Yeah,
2: gory fucking scene. Yeah.
1: And brings the T-Rex to life, and he, he goes to. He's like, "I'm gonna lobotomize him in the morning," mm-hmm. but he should have lobotomized him at night because Michael wakes up and begins a bloodthirsty rampage of revenge, as well as trying to be reconnected with his lost love yes. Tammy and try to find him a body. <laughs> yeah, so he's not just a T-Rex. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Another thing too I, I want to ma- mention is like the revenge aspect of this movie. It's probably five minutes. That's
1: one of my only... Okay, I'll get my complaints of the movie out of the way first. Okay. That's definitely one of them. I don't even know, if it, for me, if it's as much of a complaint now as
2: much of I'm like, that's so
1: ridiculous. Yeah. And funny. Because, you know, without spoiling too much, but like, you've seen this kind of movie a thousand times. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Even though it's completely ridiculous and the way they did it is unique and yeah. new, it still follows the same tropes. You know, it's
2: just some somewhat it's a half revenge movie, half <laughs> slice of a weird
1: life movie. <laughs> so, like, you know, the revenge of the bullies, the ones that, you know, costed Michael his brain. Yeah, just happens too quick and could have been played out to the rest of the movie. Yeah. You know, the doctor and the bullies could have like teamed up. Yes. You know, that would I think would have made the ending of the film a little stronger. I agree that that's one of my big complaints with the film. And uh, my only other big complaint with the film is there's a character named Byron. Yeah. Who is Tammy's gay friend. Who is awesome. And he's great. He's, he's one of the best characters in the movie. One of the
2: best. I think he is the you best. think he is the best? He is fucking hilarious. He's
1: very good. And, like, you like him so much that you kind of want his story arc to get completed as well, in a way.
2: But it doesn't.
1: Yeah, because he's not the focus of the movie. Yeah. You know. But does he, the question is, does anybody's <laughs> story arc get completed in this movie? Not really. Like... No, because,
2: like, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, but uh, Michael, right? Yeah, Michael. Just to clarify, I'm not thinking about one of the other movies. Yeah, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Uh, His story has a kind of horrible resolution.
1: Bizarre, weird, but kind of (laughs) sweet. I I don't know. i would say it's kind of (laughs) creepy. It's a little creepy, yeah. But yeah, but what I love about this movie is just it's quirky, it knows it's weird and quirky. Yeah. But does it in a non-obnoxious way. Yeah. Like, it's never like looking down on you as the viewer. It's never like, we're smarter than you. It's not bulk. Exactly. Which, fuck bulk. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get on bulk. Let's talk about Tammy the T-Rex. <sighs> oh
2: God, that dude brought up fucking bulk and I'm fired up. <laughs>
1: Like it's just oh, it, everything about the movie is just bizarre. Like it, it, like it lives in its own world. Like nothing seems real. Yeah, like, it, none it, of the characters <laughs> seem like real people. Like, no, even, Everything's exaggerated and over the top. Like the bullies are beyond weird and dumb. Yeah, Michael, it couldn't be more of a like a all American boy if he tried. You oh know, God. like he's
2: again, he's even like a member of the football team. Yeah,
1: it's like what the fuck, and and. Another thing, that like you add that, and then you throw in this element of a T-Rex, and even though it's weird and makes no sense, everything is so at the top that it's like, yeah, that works. Yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 all right. Let's go. We'll go with it, you know? It's like, think about American Pie, but injecting like, Jurassic Park into it.
2: Yeah, and a Disney movie.
1: Yeah, but a little bit of a Disney movie as well, you, yeah.
2: You know what movie I would compare this to in a weird way? A, a double feature, if you will. It was, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Can of Worms. Can of worm, yeah! <laughs> Can of Worms, I feel like, would be an interesting double feature with this. It makes,
1: yeah, that makes sense, because they have an absurdist they both are. Yeah. But, like, in, you know, and we haven't got to the gore yet, which was done by John Carl Beekler. Yeah. You know, who gave us Friday the 13th Part 7, mm-hmm. Hatchet, Trolls. I think he worked on Reanimator, you know. Yeah. Like, he, the dude was a maestro before, he, you know, he unfortunately passed away. Yeah. But was a maestro of gore, for sure. And the effects are great. Yeah. Yeah. They are crazy. They're goopy and gross and slimy and visceral. Oh, yeah. You know, when you talked about the brain surgery scene, it looks it's, fucking awesome.
2: Like, it's hard to even figure out like where the prosthetic begins and where his head yeah.
1: is. Like, it looks real. Yeah. It looks great. It's very good. And not to mention, the animatronic T-Rex looks pretty damn good as well. It's really cool looking. Yeah, when you first see it, it's a great visual. Yeah. Now, I will say when they're trying to use it, uh, it has some flaws. <laughs> well, because it's not mobile. It doesn't seem to be very mobile, yeah. It's not like the Stan Winston T-Rex from uh, <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park. It definitely seems to have a lot more limitations. Well, to be fair, this movie did not have the budget that <laughs> Jurassic Park did. It also has weird stretch arms. Yeah. T-Rex's arms are residual. He can't use them. Yeah. Yeah, in this movie, like they go from being like just attached to his chest, like he's like dialing a phone, <laughs> scratching his head, and I'm like, his arms are magical, man.
2: <laughs> what I will say is, it is a robot. And the outer layer is like a foamy.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Type. I guess at times I forget that oh. Yeah, or like when rubber. I'm watching it I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it is a robot. I'm yeah. just like, that's a T Rex. <laughs> it's T Rex. And it's definitely obvious that there's like one stop animation scene of it walking that <laughs> looks really bad. And then It just it just ho- it just hobbles. Yeah. And then the rest of the time they just put it on a cart. Yeah. And you can clearly tell that like there was like two pieces. There was like the full T Rex. Yeah. And then the head puppet. <laughs> you know, because the, like, there's a lot of times it's just like peeking out over like a bush a corner, or yeah. a corner, you know, not showing the rest of the body. Yeah. And, and, but it works, you know. It, oh, yeah. It, it isn't until you pick up on it that you like really notice that. Yeah. I don't know, man. The movie makes me laugh. It's it's fun. There's great lines. It's
2: got buck flowers in it. Oh, um, my God. We didn't even talk about buck flowers Anything buck flowers
1: is in is always elevated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's, flying, he's flying a flag.
1: It's not a flag, Sheriff. That's a goddamn (laughs) buzzer.
2: Pull over, devil. (laughs) Pull over, Byron.
1: (laughs) I didn't do nothing wrong, devil. You stole the goddamn dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) dinosaur's my friend. I ain't do nothing. (laughs) It's just a fun movie, man. Yeah. You know, I could definitely see people watching it and being like, oh, shit, I threw my phone on the floor. (laughs) I was checking the time.
2: Rest in peace to John's phone. Rest in peace.
1: But um, you know, I could definitely see people watching it being like, "This is stupid," and like, yeah, you know, if you're not into like trauma esque films, yeah. you're probably not gonna dig on Tammy the T Rex. Yeah, but if you do and you like that kind of dumb, absurdist humor, then I think this is one worth your time.
2: Um, well, something else I'll say about it is we watched this and the Candy Snatchers in one day. We did because they were the two newest Vinter yeah. Syndrome releases. I apparently was in a terrible damn mood that day. Yeah. And I did not like it when I, when we first watched it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Upon rewatching it, I actually did really, really like it. It's yeah. really fun. You definitely
1: don't like it as much as I do, though. No, you love this movie. I adore it. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's absurd. It's like Animaniacs come to life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's my sense of humor. Um,
2: Which I will say, like, my sense of humor might be, like, our sense of humor are very similar. Oh, for sure. But we also differ in areas. Certain
1: things, for sure.
2: Where, like, there's definitely things I think is, things are really funny that you're like, why? That's not funny at all, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of the, was it Gen, uh, Gen Z, Gen X? I don't Memes know. Memes kind of things, yeah. yeah. This weird-ass fucking meme culture that's going on right now. Yeah. I think a lot of that shit is funny. Oh.
3: <sighs>
2: Stuff like that. Or like I saw a picture of a horse on a balcony and it just said Juan, on it, and oh, I laughed kind of really funny. hard <laughs> at it. That's kind of funny. I, ain't <laughs> gonna lie. I was like, like, I was, <laughs> I was trying you my best not to laugh at. You it. can
1: go too far with this style. You know bulk, I mean? bulk <laughs> for sure. Fuck bulk. Um, but I love a movie that like when I'm watching it, it makes me smile. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That's what Tame of the T Rex does. Like when I hit play and that ridiculous "I'm hey, a dinosaur" song starts, i like. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> like besides the
2: oh, fucking hellacious gore in this,
1: that's what makes the movie even better, in my opinion. Because it's like you know you got this like just silly kind of fun, yeah, you know, lighthearted film, and then like people are getting ripped to shreds and stepped on, yeah. and like.
2: <laughs> well, what I was gonna say though is like besides the the gore in this, like it's a very like ho- like wholesome fun movie. It really is, yeah. Uh, wholesome, sweet, sweet. Sweet movie. Yeah, it's a it's a sweet movie. Sweet movie. Oh, God. Sweet bread. <laughs> <laughs> Not sweet bread.
1: But, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, it could be a Disney movie without the gore.
2: Yeah, but for some reason, they were just like, yeah, just make it gory.
1: And like I said, like, it, it even holds up better than a lot of the 90s movies. Because there is, like, there's definitely some homophobic jokes in it. Yeah. But they're nowhere near as, like mean-spirited or bad as like some of the other films that we've seen from comedies comedies in the 90s you know what I mean stand-ups yeah you know
2: there's a lot of stand-ups that uh, don't age well at fucking all
1: that's just that's one thing with the Byron character that I wish is that like he got to get his like happy ending as well yeah because he's such a good character you know if Mm -hmm. his character wasn't as good as he is you wouldn't care you'd be like oh he's a fun side character yeah you know and i wanted more Buck flowers but yeah, bug flowers is, is very funny in this i don't know what to talk about you know fog bank out there <laughs> oh there's a fog bank <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing bug flowers in that isn't good like
2: his like his character and byron are so fucking funny mhm they still the show in my opinion I love it when Byron finds
1: the uh, the dead girl. Oh my looking god! Looking for a body, and he's like, "Oh God, bless princess. I'm so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, he, uh, the movie's really fun. It's just fun. Uh, I I think this is still available. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. still get it. It actually came out in 4K. Oh my god! Which I didn't get the 4K because I don't have a 4K player yet. Yeah, but you know, at the time. They did the 4K and Blu ray. You didn't have to get the 4K to get the Blu ray. Now it's yeah, like.
2: Yeah, you got 4K and Blu ray. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which that flesh for Frankenstein set has fucking 4K, Blu ray, and then another. Blu ray 3D. Yeah. yeah, it's like, fuck. <laughs> I love
1: that movie too. Yeah. We're, we definitely got to do Paul Morrissey one day. Oh, yeah. I love his stuff.
2: Not Andy Warhol.
1: Because <laughs> he did not make that. He did not. Um, he
2: just left his own goddamn name on it. He
1: did. Paul Morrissey hates.
2: He fucking hates that man. Which I love
1: it too because I'm pretty sure Andy Warhol. Which we're getting a little on on a dive, oh, yeah. but whatever. You know, we're getting a off topic. But it is a podcast after all. Yeah. I love it too because like I believe like Andy Warhol was like yeah Paul Morrissey was such a great direct is such a great director and I'm really happy to have him. And Paul Morrissey's <laughs> like fuck Andy Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun- it's very funny. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's Tame the X Man. I really, genuinely love that movie. I, it's it's such a charming film. You definitely love it more than I do, but it's very fun. Yeah. Next up is from Andre Andre from Anders Palm. Anders Palm. This one comes across the pond for all of our UK listeners. T- Wait, a little bit of ASMR. Yeah. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> for our UK listeners and it's from 1984. Yes. Okay, we got the same one on that one? Wait. No, I got 89. What? (laughs) Hang on. What is happening? Talk. Uh, It is Unmasked Part 25, a.k.a. The Hand of Death. And in this one we have a... uh, (laughs) This is a weird one. (laughs) It's also a weird one. We have Jackson... Who basically, Jackson, is Jason. Yes. And, um... It says nothing 89. I swear to God it's 84 for me, but... Maybe you're dyslexic. Maybe I am. It's very possible. But anyways, Jackson is
2: basically Jason Voorhees. Uh, Basically in the sense that he wears a hockey mask and kills people.
1: And they even give a backstory that he went to America and yeah. was at a summer camp and thought he drowned. <laughs> but, you know, and, uh... So he's a he's a savage murderer, he's a slasher. Yeah. And uh one day while going to this party and murdering all the partygoers one by one, mm-hmm. he meets Shelly. Yes. Who Shelly is a blind girl who mistakes Jackson for her blind date. Yeah. Bum bum. <laughs> yeah. But do do do. And uh, takes her back to his play, her place, and is talking. To not him, his, not his, <laughs> to her place, and is talking to him and treating him very nice. And mm-hmm. Jackson eventually admits to him like, you know, I actually can talk. Yeah, but nobody's ever been nice to me like this, you know, because they think I'm a monster. But because she can't see, she can't see that Jackson is a deformed, crazy person. Yes, which he looks like if Ian Curtis from Joy Division played the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: or if Ian Curtis opened up the Ark of the Covenant for a couple of
1: seconds, <laughs> and uh, so essentially we follow Jackson and Shelley's romance until
2: I can take credit for that joke. By the way, I saw that online
1: today. <laughs> oh, someone else made the Ian Curtis reference. No, not Ian Curtis. Oh, it's uh, it was this
2: guy who's doing like stand up. Mm-hmm. He's dressed up as Mitch McConnell in like a terrible looking Mitch McConnell like outfit, and he was like, "I know I look like the guy from of." <laughs>
1: From Indiana Jones, we open the Ark of Covenant for a couple of seconds. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny, but um. Anyway, basically, we follow the budding romance between Shelley and Jackson as Jackson tries to come to terms with being in a normal relationship, yeah. while at the same time battling and struggling with his like past and who he is, and like and his urge to kill. Yeah, yeah, and we you know we meet his dad, and it all kind of culminates to this big crescendo at the end where Jackson has to kind of make a decision of whether or not he wants to give up his life as a psycho killer, or you know. Continue on his way
2: Now I, I'm gonna I'm gonna Do something real fast mm-hmm. If you don't want Any spoilers For this joke Okay Well, well Not not for Not, not for a joke uh, Not for the joke The movie Yeah you don't want Any spoilers You're for the movie You're gonna
1: make a joke It's gonna have spoilers in it Yeah Okay
2: Fast forward a couple seconds uh, Jackson says uh, Fuck it <laughs> At the end <laughs> He
1: kinda does Yeah
2: <laughs> And it's Yep He it just goes goes back To his normal routine
1: Yeah, so this was a weird one that I had never heard of before, actually. I hadn't either. Like, I'd heard of Tammy the T-Rex. I'd heard of Cycles in Love. I'd never really heard of Unmasked. I'd seen this movie before. What I'm saying is before, not before the episode, but before the first time I saw this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this was my second time watching it. Yours as well. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, when Venger Descender put it out, I had never even heard of this movie. And, you know, it is kind of a pleasant, surprisingly little, fun little movie, you know? Oh, yeah. And genuinely funny at times. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually some legit funny stuff in it. And uh, Jackson, I love the fact that he's like, he's got this, like, her, my, her kind of voice. <laughs> to, oh, like, Juxtaposed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You know, Juxtaposed with the way he looks and the way he acts and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it, just, it just adds to it. It really does and like how him and Shelly both wax poetical about like philosophy and writing and stuff like that.
2: Oh, you didn't you didn't say the uh, the actors' names. The actors? Yeah, I got their names. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Uh Jackson is Gre- Gregory Cox. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> and Shelley is Fiona Evans. Oh.
1: They both do great jobs. Oh, yeah. I love the look of Jackson cuz he he looks... he looks like literally like if Ian Curtis from Joy Division was the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> I fucking love that comparison so much. But, like, the makeup is so chunky. Yeah. But, like, when he makes these, like, hmm, faces, the way it, like, curls it, yeah. up, it really, like, it really tickled me. It's very funny. <laughs> it really tickled me. And, like, their interactions
2: together are very funny.
1: Yeah. And surprisingly, this movie's got some pretty crazy gore in it. It does. Like, like the first kills are really good.
2: And, like especially for like the UK that has strict laws yeah like censorship I don't know if it's still in effect really but like censorship of stuff like this of like mm-hmm. real hard gore stuff um yeah it's very gory
1: maybe it got away with it because it's more satirical it doesn't like take itself seriously
2: well that's the case and that's just cheap
1: I mean it could be oh you know what I mean yeah um, well I'm glad but, that they didn't get censored yeah. if it,
2: well maybe it did
1: I don't know oh yeah I don't really know to be honest with you yeah, the gore is actually surprisingly like pretty brutal and it's, fun. Yeah, and like way better than you would expect this movie to kind of. Oh be. yeah. Um, like I said, the, like the effects are good, the acting's good, the it's, music's good. That's probably the best score of any parody movie I've ever watched. Yeah, and like it is a parody film. It's definitely like a you know, we're in on the joke, break the fourth wall a little bit. Yeah. You know, let you in on it, spoof film, but it's not obnoxious.
2: It feels like the creators of the movie actually do really enjoy mm-hmm. a slasher film, like yeah. slasher films, and we're just like, well, let's let's have let's do our own slasher, but let's also let's kind of like
1: t- take some jabs at yeah, it, like it definitely like plays on the tropes of the slasher yeah. film. Like within the first like five minutes, you get the cat jump scare, yeah, you get the crazy person being like, don't go there, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but but it's, it's all it's all done in for fun. Yeah, it's not malicious. Yeah, it's not like you know. Uh, some of the later scary movies. Or disaster movies. Disaster movie. You know, it never like treats the audience like dummies either. Yeah. You know, I know Spooky hates (laughs) Scream. Yeah. And though I do like Scream, I don't love Scream.
2: I don't love Scream either, but I do like it.
1: It can at times kind of treat the audience and look down on the genre a little bit, I think. This movie, I don't ever feel like it's looking down on the audience or the the genre it's Mm. parodying. Because it's more like Let's take this character from the series and put him in a bizarre situation.
2: What I would compare this movie to is the editor. Yeah. In the sense that it's parodying a genre while not making you or the subject matter, not subject matter, but the material, uh, material st- look stupid.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but the one thing about the movie that I, it's it's kind of slow. Yeah, that's the biggest. You spend a yeah. lot of time with Jackson and Shelly just kind of talking. They're kind of just talking and kind of like just walking around. Yeah. And actually, the- I would like more of that. Yeah. Like more situations where they're out and about and interacting with other people and like how other people interact with them.
2: Yeah, like I remember you were talking about you wish it had like a scene of like a, a, like a couple walking by and looking at Jackson going... <laughs> And him just be like, I'll be right back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> to kinda of build up that more of that like that dichotomy within him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that his struggle of like I want to be with Shelly, and I want to be in a normal relationship, but I still have these urges and I'm still my past, you know, controls who I am kinda his of past thing. haunts him. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's like more stuff that kinda of like build up to that instead of him just being like, I just don't you don't understand Shelley. Yeah. If we can't do this. You don't understand, which is like a lot of the movie. <laughs> yeah. There is a great scene of like this like him trying to do bondage. Holy shit, this scene. That is really funny. That I that I don't want to spoil cuz I want people to go watch it cuz I think it's really funny. But he like
2: he's reading from a book
1: <laughs> and just his voice and the way it works, the way it plays with the, like what he's saying is so good. He also has a whip and does not hit her at all. Yeah. That that part was killing me. <laughs> Is when she's, she has the whip. Yeah. Because she's blind and she's like, I'm going to teach you for being such a bad boy. And like slaps the whip, but it's like miles away from it's him. He's like the wall. Yeah, but he's like, I guess because he's trying to be a good boyfriend. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that was killing me. I was like, that's really fucking funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if if there was just a little bit more meat on the bones in the middle. Yeah. Then I would say this was like a lost classic. Yeah. You know. I will
2: say it's not a. Not lost,
1: but forgotten.
2: Yeah, I would say it is definitely a forgotten gem. For sure. But not a
1: classic. Mm-hmm.
2: It's very fun. It's
1: a super solid horror spoof from the 80s. Yeah. You know, a really fun horror comedy that I would recommend watching.
2: It's so weird for us to talk about movies like this.
1: Like horror comedies?
2: Well, not just horror comedies, but stuff that's a little more lighthearted. Yeah, well, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Which I know next episode we're talking about some stuff that's a little rougher. Yeah. Sorry, but I'm gone like, over here. I see. I can tell.
1: Uh, <laughs> is your vape killing you? Huh? It's finally happening. You got popcorn lung, don't you? Oh, shit. Remember that? Popcorn lung? Yeah, I don't even know. know that's a fucking thing. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it's okay for us to talk about but that This is our show. We'll talk about what the fuck we want to talk about. But yeah, <laughs> if we
2: want to talk about Friday the 13th, we could. But I know our fan base would not probably not really be into I that. I wouldn't be into it, to be honest with you. That's just no. been covered and covered oh, yeah.
1: again. You know what I mean? But these are definitely more like, you know, I won't say that they're like the underground
2: They're a little more obscure.
1: They're obscure and they're weird than hell. You have to be a, I'd say, somewhat of a cinephile to know about these. And they're weird. Yeah. You know, they're oddball films. Oh, absolutely. Ain't that what what this show and this subgenre of film is all about? Yeah. Oddball. Oh, yeah. Being outsiders.
2: I mean, that's the one thing I do love about what we changed about our show, though, is that we went from just doing fucked up movies. To doing like let's do some oddball stuff. Let's do weird stuff. Let's do stuff that's you know stuff that's rarely talked about, even if it is fucked up or not.
1: Just things outside of the mainstream. Yeah. You know, but even at times kissing the mainstream. Yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, stuff like *Heming the T Rex*. I'd say is a little closer. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's de- to me that's a forgotten classic. Uh, yeah. Because you know it didn't find its audience.
2: No. Because why would it? <laughs> Yeah, at the time, why would it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, what were they thinking, you know?
2: Yeah. Like, when you go into this movie, don't expect a movie, like, for your hot only. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, let's do a Bond movie, but have a a little person. Yeah. Which, we watched that, and I was like, oh, this movie's gonna be so fun. And halfway through it, you're like, I can't wait for this to be over. Yeah,
1: it's a little more elevated than your typical spoof film. Oh, yeah. Especially even, like, of that era, because you had, like, you know, was it, like, Saturday the 16th? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Transylvania 6000, mm-hmm. movies like that, Student Bodies. You yeah. Know. I would say it's a little better than those, for sure. Yeah. But I recommend A asked. I think I think it's a, a really fun little goofy movie. Also, something I want to
2: add to the, uh, this as well, to the episode, is this is essentially just Vinegar Syndrome Part 1.
1: It really is, yeah. These are all put up by Vinegar Syndrome in fantastic releases. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the movies look great. They do, Because Vinegar yeah. Syndrome vinegar always... Syndrome always... ...knocks it out of the park.
1: Always. It's Even if there is a little bit of drama between Vinegar Syndrome and another company I like right now. Oh, wait, what? Vinegar Syndrome and Synapse, because they're both doing a Thriller.
2: Oh, uh, are they... Is there drama between them? It seems
1: it? as though uh, Vinegar uh, threw a little shade at Synapse. I don't know. Oh. That's what came off to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Mm. But, you know, I don't give a shit. I'll buy both their products. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I, you already got the one...
1: It's not like I pick it. Yeah, I already bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything else, though, to, but... anything else you want to say about Unmasked? Uh, I'm...
2: It, it's definitely a forgotten gem of the 90s. 90s? Or, <laughs> no, 80s. <laughs> I was Excuse like, me. wait a minute. I know I was off of the date, but not that bad. The, the not 90s, I'm an idiot. Of the 80s mm-hmm. that I do recommend. Yeah, for sure. I'll Absolutely. say all these movies I recommend. Oh, yeah,
1: they're all good. They're all worth watching, but, you yeah. know, two different degrees. Yeah. Um. So I guess it's time for our final. The main event. The main event, if if you will. Which I took no notes on this because I was just watching it. I took very little. (laughs) Okay, I got 87 for this. 87? Yeah. Okay.
2: I also have 87. Okay. Directed by Gorman Beckard. Beckard? I'd say Gorman Beckard.
1: Beckard. But again, I could be wrong because I'm also a, a dingleberry. This is a film that should be a cult classic and known the world around
2: Yes, this should be brought up in the conversation with some of like John Waters' films, even. Yeah,
1: or like Rocky Horror Picture Show, I think. Oh, yeah. I have th- more to say about that here in a little bit. Yeah. This is Psychos in Love.
2: This this fucking movie yeah.
1: is so damn good. The first time I ever heard about this film was uh, Mr. Parker. Ah. He reviewed it and championed it quite a bit. Uh, when did he
2: review this? Long okay.
1: time ago. I didn't
2: know if this was like a more recent thing. No, uh, or... we're
1: talking like oh eight. Oh wow. Yeah. Media Blasters put it out on DVD back in the day, I believe. Okay. And I never got the Media Blasters disc before it went out of print. Yeah. And for years, I wanted to see this movie, hunted it down, tried to find it, couldn't find any good copies anywhere. Yeah. And lo and behold, Vinegar Syndrome <laughs> announced Psychos in Love, and I was fucking stoked to get it. And I watched it and was not disappointed. Though I didn't really get the movie I thought I was going to get. No. I thought this would be a little more straightforward slasher. Yeah. Instead what I got was a meta fourth wall destroying. Oh my god. Weird, mad TV-esque. Yeah. Horror comedy like nothing else you've ever seen. (laughs) This movie is...
2: It's bizarre. It's super funny. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's also that kind of humor that, like, I wouldn't describe it as anti-humor, per se. Yeah. But it has elements of that, for sure. Yeah. But it's definitely got humor that, if it doesn't hit the right audience, it's going to drive people fucking crazy. It's like, you know, Man Bites Dog. Yeah.
1: I would say it's a black comedy. Very dark yeah. comedy. But I think it's a black comedy. Yeah. Um, This is like if Man Bites Dog was slapstick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which it does have a lot of slapstick features in Yeah. It.
1: So essentially what we have here, we have Joe. Yes. Joe owns a bar. Joe is played by uh, Carmen, I don't know how to say the last name. Which uh, he unfortunately passed away last year. Oh, did he? Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Unfortunately he passed away last year. Now I'm upset. I know, me too. I was upset when I read that too. God <laughs> oh, damn it, dude. Um, he works at a, he owns a bar. Yeah. And he is also. Not club, I'd say. Yeah, strip club of sort. Strip club bar situation. They have one yeah. dancer Yeah. yeah. and yeah. the weirdest clientele of all time that I love. Oh, my all God. All the clientele. I love the guy McGee. He's my favorite. That, that One. <laughs> one. <Now laughs> how did this come about? I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost wanted to go watch this again. I know. <laughs> it's that good. But uh, anyways, uh, Joe is also a killer.
2: Yeah, he is a, a slasher is what he calls himself, yeah, right? Yeah, he's
1: a psychotic killer. Yeah. And then you have Kate.
2: Yes. W- who is played by uh, Debbie. My God, these last names. <laughs> Thebiel?
1: Thebiel? Thebiel? I don't know. <laughs> who is a manicurist. Yeah. Who is also a psychotic killer. Yeah. And lo and a behold, one day Kate comes into Joe's bar. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, instead of inviting her over to be murdered like he normally does, yeah. he invites her out for a movie. You might want
2: to. Preface that a little bit, though. He tests her first. Mm. He asked and her a very important question. Do you, do, what, what do you want, like wine or something like that? She's like, ugh, grapes. I hate grapes. And that's how he knew. <laughs> he knew <laughs> that at least someone, that she was the one. Yeah. But then it was solidified
1: with... They go know. to the movies, and they have a great date. Yeah. He needs some wind so he just busts his windshield out. He, he doesn't have wind Windex to fix his windshield. He just fucks that window up with a <laughs> sledgehammer. The best part of that too is like later on in the movie, the Chick's like, What happened to your windshield? He's like, Nothing. She's like, Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing. Oh. So they definitely no, start uh, to they, they start to click. Yeah. The Kate's like, I have to tell you something. I'm a psychotic killer. Joel's like, You too, I am too. <laughs> and thus they fall in love. And we follow them as psychos in love until they meet a cannibalistic plumber that wants to throw a monkey wrench in their plan.
2: Which his name is Herman. Herman. Played by Frank Stewart. Mm-hmm. Which maybe I should need, maybe I, for the next episode I don't need to read all the fucking names off because I'm butchering them.
1: Eh, maybe you should though because I don't even remember to write them down. Well, I figured like it would be kind of nice to add to the show. The, uh, to give, <laughs> the cannibal, yeah. um... Plumber reminds me of uh, Buddy Jude Mazel's brother from Combat Shock, the guy who plays the lead in Combat <laughs> yeah. Shock. He reminds me of him. <laughs> is it Buddy Jude brother? That's Buddy Jude brother. Really know yeah, that. yeah, yeah, that's Buddy Jude brother.
2: I thought honestly for the longest time I thought that was Buddy Jude Buddy Mazza.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Buddy Jude Well, I mean they're brothers. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is just a this is a slice of weird life. This is a slice of a uh, oddball life. Yeah, because there's just really no like traditional beginning, middle, and end to the movie. No. Like, the story arc is definitely them meeting, falling in love, trying to continue their killing spree and realizing that they more care about each other than they do murdering. Yeah. And then the plumber playing into it. Yeah. You know, that's more so basically the overarching plot of the film, but it's more, it plays almost more like a series of sketches. Yeah. Than it does, like, a traditional scene to scene movie it almost plays like a play yeah in a lot of ways it does because it it shatters the fourth wall in many ways so so much by literally having them talk to the camera in like these black and white like confessional what are so cool so good (laughs) and they even like talk to each other which is almost like they're right next to each other right next to each other he's like right right (laughs) yeah it's so cool (laughs) and then like at times they're fighting with the cameraman to get out of the way
2: like the movie experiments with with like film Mm -hmm. a lot a lot yeah while also just being
1: so fucking weird and like off the wall. Like, you never know if you're in a movie or if this is just some weirdo, like, fourth wall breaking shit. You know yeah. I mean? Like, is this supposed to be a movie? Uh, kind of the way I took it was almost like all this was in their heads. Could be. Or I think it's just some weird shit that they decided oh, yeah. to try to play around with.
2: Like, I, I do love the scene when they're t- just talking to each other and it's very, the camera's very erratic. Mm-hmm. And then, uh,. Joe uh, grabs the camera. He's like, "Will you get out of here? Will you get out of
1: here?" <laughs> Moving the camera around and the boom mic and stuff like that. Yeah, oh the boom mic. Yeah, yeah that was really cool. And there's a point where like someone's like pumping blood off camera. Like, yeah. Hey, 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 do you mind? <laughs> yeah. It, can you stop? <laughs> and like stuff like that like adds a lot of charm to this yeah. movie. A um, lot of love. Yeah. This movie. this movie is so fucking charming. Oh my god. Like it's funny as hell. It's so. You this movie twice. I do. I own a big box VHS of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which is the uh, from who? Retro
1: video, I think.
2: Is it the? Uh, is it Dead Format? Mm. Is it Dead Format Films?
1: Maybe. The ones that are putting out the Necromantic VHS. Is
2: it the same same company? Same company. I'm pretty sure it's Dead Format. Is it Dead Format check. or Retro? Yeah. Uh,
1: but anyways, yeah, it, it's a movie that like, I've ch- I've tried to champion for years. Yeah. Because I I, I do think it's something wholeheartedly special. Absolutely. Like, to me, this is the kind of film that should be playing at midnight movies. It should be right up there with Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show. Like, people should be going in character. You know, they should be dressing up as Joe, Kate, Herman. Yeah. They should be throwing grapes at the screen. And yeah. Quoting the lines. Like, this should be that kind of movie. You know what I mean? But
2: somehow, it feels like, at it's least just, not around the country and around the world it's not really
1: it's kind of slipped under the cracks you know yeah. I, you hear people talk about it like when we announced it there was, was several people being like oh yes I, can't, I love that you're doing Psychos in Love yeah you know great movie this is so good Cause it it is yeah, but it should be more than that. You know what I mean? It should yeah. be on the same level as a Rocky Horror Picture Show. It should be yeah, you know, Grease or something like that. You yeah, know, where like they play it every year at a certain time, and people come in character and they like interact with the movie.
2: Which I, I'm sure this probably happens probably in their hometown. I'd hope so. Which I, I when I was uh, coming doing the posters for this week, I did come across an article. I didn't go. I didn't like fully read it, but it was like uh. It was like Film company Like is releasing Releasing of uh, You know this area Like uh, Area film Yeah Which I was like Oh that's cool That's the thing is It is kind of a regional movie You know Yeah
1: It's one of those like Almost like a Don Dohler Kind of film Oh yeah
2: Which Don Dohler Is fucking awesome too He is awesome Which he is definitely A future subject Oh for sure Of this um, fucking show
1: But it, I feel like It's a shame That this film Isn't that cult classic Known around the world Yeah You know what I mean It's It should be like I, I, you should go to cons and see people cosplaying as Joe and Kate mm-hmm. because they're that great of characters. Yeah, you know what I mean, like in like, or, or little things like like the guy and the gee at the at the yeah. pub. You know, things like that. Like that's this kind of movie. It's so fan interactive, but unfortunately, it just doesn't have a large enough fan base to yeah. create that.
2: Which I mean, I'm not saying that we had like the world's biggest reach or anything like that. But again, like, out of all the movies today, like, we, we, of course, we enjoy all, all oh, of them. they're all
1: recommended, but this is the one.
2: This is definitely the one. They... Like,
1: if I could push, like, if I'm like, y- you can only watch one movie from this episode, it's cycles in life. Yeah, this movie is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a classic, in my opinion. It was literally, like, last year, it was like, you're like, it's Valentine's Day, we should watch My Body Valentine. I'm like, My Bloody Valentine is great. Oh, yeah. One of my all-time favorite slashers. Top five, probably. I'm like, we gotta watch Cycles in Love.
2: <laughs> Which I get, I remember when you went to put this on, you're like, it's like, you said, like, this is legitimately one of my favorite movies.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, and you're like, it's super funny and whatnot. And I was all, almost had this, like, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, let's see. Let's see, let's see how funny this is. Let's see how good it is. And as soon as the movie fucking starts, yeah. you can already tell this is gonna be great.
1: That opening monologue where Joe's like, you know, Great legs, yeah, an amazing ass—the kind you could sink your teeth into—and he's going all these things. She was perfect, but then he like he kills her in the shower, and he's yeah. like, "But she liked grapes,
2: yeah." <laughs> and immediately you're like, "Yes, like this is something, yeah."
1: And then he does the exact same thing about Kate, yeah, and it's literally shot for shot the same, yes. Except for she, gets <laughs> yeah, she gets out of the shower, yeah, she gets out of the shower,
2: and um, the book. The book is something, too, is, like, if someone was the cosplay as Kate, you had to have this fucking book, or have something like it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, 25 bizarre sex sex, sex crimes or yeah. something like that.
1: And, like, what I love about it, too, is, like, you know, the characters have such personalities that, yeah, they both hate grapes. Yeah. But, like, Joe, that's his big thing. He hates grapes. Yeah. And Kate hates people talking about the weather. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and all the characters she kills are constantly, like... It's hot outside <laughs> Yeah, Shit like that. And, and she's like,
2: like ugh. <sighs> when the guy's eating grapes talking about the weather, and she's just like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> and Joe, like, the thing about a little bit of Joe is, like, Joe, likes, like, he's just constantly, like, building on these jokes. Yeah. Like, everything, like, the punchline never comes because it's constantly just, like, growing and growing yeah. and growing. Like, it, the whole, like, Henry? <clears throat> Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Henry. Henry? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, like, Henry. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> like, that shit's so good. And, like, th- there's a part in it where he's like, it's time for a, a what is it? He's like, he's like it's, it's time for a, a non-sequitur monologue or something like <laughs> yeah, that. And just gives this, like, long monologue that has nothing to do with anything.
2: Not even anything to do with
1: the movie, really, no, at all. No, then he just comes back. <laughs> it's
2: so fucking funny. It is great. It's, I uh, forgot about that monologue and... And then when it happens and you're like, holy shit, dude. It's just
1: wild shit. Like, he's just fucking, like, just spewing. I can't remember off the top of my head, but, like, just, like, just dumb, weird shit. Yeah. And, like, going to the fucking restaurant, the grape sauce. Oh, my God. The windshield, like, breaking out the windshield. Like I said, that's one of my favorite jokes in the movie where she's like, what happened to your windshield? He's like, nothing. She's like,
2: oh. Another thing, too, is they do poke fun at, like, movies that have, like, Chinese food at them. Yeah. In them. Because it's like I love eating Chinese food out of the container. Yeah, out
1: of the container, <laughs> which you never get but that. I, but my hands always cramps with the chicks. These, these sticks. That's why God made a fork. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, yeah, I love it.
2: Yeah, I, I could almost watch this movie again, mm-hmm. like right now, even. But. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, as you said, if there was one you had to choose out of the three, I'd go with this one.
1: And there's moments in this movie, too, where it's like, it feels like it wasn't scripted. Like yeah. Like, they just came with it on the fly. There's a part where the guy's, like, speaking some Asian language. I'm not sure if he, which one he is. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Japanese, yeah. Korean, whatever. And uh, each person kind of keeps adding to it, like, well, you should got a box of chocolate. Oh, she's allergic to chocolate. <laughs> we well, should got some flowers. Oh, she don't like flowers.
2: You know, like <laughs> and then Joe Joe looks straight at the camera and is like, it wouldn't it wouldn't you kill for some subtitles? Yeah.
1: And they all laugh. Yeah. Like break character, you know? And it's like it feels like that was just like something they were like talking about in the moment, like, shit, we should just film that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we should do it. And it works. Yeah. It's very funny. And and the stripper who fucking like won't a, die. <laughs> oh, that one's good too. Yeah. Like I say, strippers have strong constitutions. <laughs> I was talking about the one who, like, talks Joe's head off. Oh, my God. About, like, you know, I was going to kill myself, but I decided that you know, like, Yeah, he's like, fuck. And there's this thing where like, he's, like, playing the piano on the fucking bar, and, like, she's, like, doing the weirdest dance yeah. I have ever seen a character in a movie do.
2: It feels like the entire movie, it's the character trying to... Like outdo themselves, trying to make
1: each other laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like trying to like ruin a take, basically. Yeah, it's
2: like see how far we can go into this until we make each other laugh, Mm -hmm. because it's that absurd at times. It's so
1: weird. It's like I said, like this is the perfect fucking fan interactive movie. Yeah, like it feels like it's ready to have a resurgence and to become a cult classic and become a midnight movie everywhere, and be the next Rocky Horror almost. Which I know is high praise, but that's just how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Because it's got everything you want. It's got the great characters, the great supporting characters. It's got the humor. It's got the weirdness. It's got the, the gra- you know, little things like the grapes. Yeah. You know, if they can be throwing grapes at the screen. Mm. You know what I mean? They can quote along with the movie. Yeah. But it just got to find its audience. It's got to yeah. find its audience.
2: And I hope it does. I do too. And it, it does suck that, you know, the actor who played Joe is no longer with us. Yep. But Which I
1: know he did a Cinema Wasteland oh did he yeah fuck because there's a uh, apparently the director and him both did Cinema Wasteland because there's a special feature on there a Q&A at Cinema Wasteland oh my god dude like, that's why Cinema Wasteland's the best and that's why we just yep. gotta man up and go <laughs> just take the trip I know it's a long one but fuck yeah
2: we need to just go mm-hmm. because like if that was the case I could have I, I gotten like so many fucking movies at the
1: time that you can't get yeah. <laughs> but yeah Psychos and Love yeah. you were gonna say I think I cut you off with that but oh, what was it about like if you're gonna recommend oh uh, I, I'm I, I'm pretty sure I got my point
2: across it essentially was like if you know if there was one that you had to watch it was like um uh, out of the three which one would we recommend the most and which one we encourage you to go out buy and watch
1: now is is this one It's cycles of love? Took me a lot, It took me a while to get that out. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Yes. Hope you either love somebody or yourself. Yeah. Or, <laughs> however way you take that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean for it to sound dirty, but hey, it's sick on cinema.
2: Whether your Valentine be, you know, significant other or your hand or your right hand <laughs> or a bit of plastic.
1: Hey, more hey. power to you. Watch exactly. Play. Watch a romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Hate your life. <laughs> watch Cycles of Love. Yeah, watch Cycles in Love. I won't be at work, actually. I think I'm actually off Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I'll probably watch a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah. Or, or you can watch oh a bunch of porn. Door.
2: Huh. Se- a <laughs> little bit of segue there? <laughs> sort of. Um, I do feel like, before we talk about what we're doing next week... We do have to address uh, something real fast. Yeah, for sure. This was not planned. Not at all. Um, we literally just came up with the idea months ago. Months ago. And it just so happens that a Baroque house is shutting down its doors. Yeah, Which is bittersweet. It is. Because
1: you hope... You hate to see it go, but you also hope that Sam Hill, uh accomplished everything he wanted to from a Baroque house. Which
2: it seems like he... <sighs> Seems like he did. Mm. It seems like he did everything he wanted to do. For sure. He he did his homages. He did his original takes on stuff. He did some really odd stuff, too.
1: It had a hell of a run. Yeah.
2: You know. Um, but the segue, as you said, is next week we are doing the works of Sam Hale.
1: Yes. Which I don't... Do we have the movies picked out?
2: Uh, We went back and forth on them. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, we'll let you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, once we get it like locked in, <laughs> yeah. we'll start announcing them. But yeah, um, it is sad to see Broke House yeah. go, but I hope whatever Sam does next is uh, awesome and we'll be there to support it and watch it. And yeah. Give her feedback and spread the word on it because, you know, he's a fucking... He's a great filmmaker. He's a great filmmaker. He's one of the big ones of the underground right now.
2: And what I will say is if you're wanting to get some of these titles, you better get them now. Get them. Get them, get them, get them, get them. Because he said after the stock sells out in a site he's going to sell to some other companies and uh, he's done he's done they will not be in back in print unless someone else takes the rights and does so
1: with them yeah so yeah
2: i spent a fuck ton of money today <laughs> and I, i'm debating on spending more i got piggy palace
1: yeah cuz i had everything else
2: <laughs> yeah you had everything else that was available yeah um
1: but yeah you know like I said, like whatever he uh, decides to do next, whatever his next adventure will be, we will follow. Yeah, we'll be right there, ready to go.
2: And we've got a lot of films to talk about with him yep. in next week's episode, as well as future episodes on his work.
1: And go support Anti-Wonderful.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
1: Go give to that campaign.
2: Uh, the trailer of that looks wild. <laughs> it looks
1: insane, yeah. Uh, do we need any shout-outs before we head out of here? As always, other than, you know, Cinema's Underbelly, Spooky mm-hmm. Celluloid, uh... Brennan Terry's podcast, what is it? Sam, Sam Hale. Sam Hale. What's Brennan Terry's podcast? Uh, morbid
2: uh Morbid Horror?
1: Morbid podcast. Horror. Morbid Horror Podcast. Yeah. yeah. I always wanna say Morbid Vision. I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> no, Morbid Vision is a company. Morbid horror podcast. But Brian Pollen. Brian Pollen. Morbid Horror Podcast. Great podcast. Uh, uh quality violent cinema. Yeah. We we talked to
2: Brian Pollan just a little bit in messages and stuff, and he's a very kind human being. Yeah. And uh we love his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Severed Cinema. Severed Cinema, they're awesome. They are very awesome. Which
1: morbid horror is on Severed Cinema's yep. page? Like I said, quality violence. You know, all, all the homies. Yeah, we don't leave nobody out. But you know, and
2: of course, uh, the creator of our theme song, Jason. Woo. Uh, go. Uh, he's not. I don't know if he's currently making any music. I don't think he is. I know he's talked about working on something. But yeah.
1: He's doing a lot of cool paintings though.
2: Yes. Wreck-It uh, slave. Yep. He he's a very good friend of ours. Yes. And uh, he makes some cool shit.
1: He does, and uh, also yeah. Sam Hell's got paintings too. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think uh, you know. There's more, but oh yeah, that's a nice little selection for this episode. Yeah. You all know who you are. Yes. Go buy Deviant. Go buy uh, Degenerates. We said spooky, right? Oh yeah, spooky. yeah. Go watch spooky stuff.
2: Oh yeah, spooky stuff. Spooky stuff's great. Mm-hmm. I fucking binge his content all the time.
1: Was oh, it Purlink? I can never say this.
2: Purely, pure uh Granny Gang Green. Yeah. And why not, since our fans keep asking us questions about them, uh, fucking Fluids. Fluids, yeah. Um, Support them, they're wild. They're crazy, yeah.
1: <laughs> they're awesome. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it, everything. I, th- I think that's it. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up and finally post it and give everybody the episode they're probably waiting on? Yeah.
2: Um. Last, last thing I'll say is we have a calendar of stuff we're doing this mm-hmm. year, and we have it all the way filled up to December. We do, actually, yeah. <laughs> Uh, stay tuned yeah. because we're doing some wild shit this year.
1: I just want to say I thank each and every single one of our oh, listeners yeah. because you guys are awesome, and the fact that we even have people who give a shit, yeah, it's pretty impressive, <laughs> and and really humbling and really cool. Yeah, thank you, you know. all so much
2: for yeah. checking out our little show our here, our little shit show, our little shitty show, and spread you know spreading around, spreading it around. You know, Harbinger, the community, mm-hmm. build
1: the community. We are all oh, yeah. part of the underground. Let's Let's You know Also shout out James Bell too Yeah James Bell Rally around everybody In this yeah. community Not just us And not just someone yeah. else Rally around everybody In the community and Build this community up And make it something mm-hmm. Fucking great
2: Cause The worst thing about The worst thing That a community can be Is toxic Yeah Let's make this A less toxic environment For sure Let's Pick each other up And support all Support everyone Yeah
1: But enough Gushing Yeah being, It's Valentine's and, Day And being
2: sentimental bullshit Yeah it, it, it's Valentine's Day's coming up. We can be a little bit a little mushy. Sure. We probably, we probably should shut the fuck up.
1: Now I'm ready to go eat a taco. I'm hungry as fuck. Fair and enough. I, I haven't eaten since we had Chinese food today. Yes. Which was good. It was good. <laughs> Very good. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you've been listening to the podcast dedicated... Wait, no. No. Fuck. I, God. I never remember how to do this. Oh. But I'm John. And I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick. On Cinema. 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 I smacked my chest pretty hard right then. Yeah, I want to smack an old lady today, but I didn't. Oh, my God.